attention! Scam! You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now, for the first time, we are bringing to you... Registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule is totally confusing. I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. You're ripping my car. Yeah. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! And I wanna move the town to the class city rocker. You need a little jump of electrical shocker. Better leave town if you only wanna knock us. Stop the time of pressure of the class city rocker.
two at Bopper. Our bodies, they're back, they're live, and ready to take your phone calls. It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, back, live, and looking for the Ichiban, the Ichiban of course means number one, Oh, that's what all the kids are talking about. The big old Ichiban, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington. Fuck Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. Fuck Ron Bennington. Chris Stanley. Fuck Ron Bennington. And some other guy. Fuck Ron Bennington. Uh, here's Garth. Garth in Indiana. How are you, buddy? Hi, boys. Good to hear you back. Great to be back, man. Hey, uh, Ichiban for Eastside Dave there. His uh, team, Rutgers, got the shit kicked out of him. Uh, already, New Jersey college football is falling by the wayside. Not even a loss, Dave, but uh, a blowout. What's happening in Jersey? It was a drumming uh, with a very feeble quarterback, a senior quarterback who had only been three for eight in his entire four-year career before then. So you know he's not very good. Uh, I know Rutgers is not very good, and they never have been. So let's talk about real college football. Uh, and that, of course, takes place in the state of Florida. Once again, the clusterfuck known as the Canes versus the Knolls. Uh, Fez, on paper, this would play as a good game. you got to turn on your own mic. I know that you're just uh, back here. Your own mic has to be turned on. Uh, every year it's the same. Every year little Bobby Bowden gets his hopes and dreams. Uh, ripped out of his hands. And about 40 lead changes back and forth throughout the game. Well, you can do that when there's no defense. There just isn't. An, and if you take the lead in college football with 18 seconds left, there's still enough time. There's still enough time to win this. Um, the Knowles drive it all the way back, and that kid drops the football in the end zone uh, for a TD. Mm-hmm. Again, you would say to yourself, this is great, this is exciting, except for the level of football is so sloppy. Yeah, and uh, Bobby Bowden seems as confused as ever. Well, as that, there, there's the other point of college football. You no longer have to be a working human being to be a head coach. Joe Paterno and Bobby Bowden have nothing to do with college football and yet they're at every game, and people call them coach. You could go ahead and put uh, the statues out there that are in front of each of their stadiums, and you would get more coaching, I think. It just doesn't matter. They're okay with the fact that they're getting paid millions of dollars now to be a mascot. Uh, and then Bowden is talking uh, about the game afterwards, and you might as well just grab some old guy out of the stands. <laughs> Well, what's weird is how they're always amazed that they don't go undefeated. I mean, I know it's the beginning of the season. You have to go undefeated, though. If you don't go undefeated, your season is over and your alumni hate you. There is nothing to do. If you want to uh, win at the end of the year, you have to be undefeated. You're still our big college football guy. 
Yes, I am. Yep. Dave, where are you? This, where? How much are you into college football? Scale one to ten. Love college football, and I'd say I'm a an eight. I would not say nine or ten. Well, I, I, I have to where be are you, Fuzzy? I think I'm a nine this year. I'm right back up at the top. I mm. watched at least four or five games over the. And I watched I'm, this I'm, entire I'm thing. sorry, you got beat. Uh, nine I'm to one eight. better. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. With I'm that. one better, Ron. Yeah. I agree with that though. So what happened last night? Uh, last night it was it was uh, Knowles and Canes, and it was just like you said, no defense. It was marching up and down the field. It had everything. So at- why why are you a nine? Why do you still care about this game when it looks like a pickup game? I don't know. There's something. I guess it's just having the games there. I still get excited when I see the tomahawk chop in the in the stands. I get all caught up in there. And their uh, fury. Uh, it doesn't make sense. I, I'm going to take you down to a five. Dave, uh, why do you still like this sport? Uh, this is the only place where I can hear a name like Jacory Norris. That yeah, I'm going to put you at a four. So Fezzi wins <laughs> five to four. Still one better. Sean, you're on uh, Ron and Fez show. Hey, right. Two yeah. things I hated about watching the game last night. One, at halftime, they asked Bobby Bowden what they need to do better. And he said, we need to complete the drives and get in the end zone. All I can think of, isn't that what you're supposed to do anyway? Yeah, I mean, that is not a new game plan. We need to complete the drive. We need to get in the ends. We got to put some points up there. It's good sound advice. Uh, Jeff in Pittsburgh. Jeff. Ron, I, I never disagree with you, but I do on this one. Those old, those people in Pennsylvania, they do have a purpose for Joe Paterno. He brings those alumni to the event, and they love that old man, and they give him money. So he's well, more than an mascot. He is like a shill. Uh, okay, I will give you a show uh, if you want to one-up it. But there again is my uh, distaste for the game itself, that it really has nothing to do with the game. It's all about collecting money. Every one of these so-called amateur sports have a better stadium than the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills would not be able to make it with their <laughs> facilities in college football. I can't wait to Ron Bennington's Teenage League Football uh, starts up. I'm talking to people now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One of them is Earl, and he's getting some numbers. But I am now talking with people. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Daniel in Oklahoma. Daniel, how are you, buddy? Hey, Ronnie. I got to reach you, Bon. Yeah. Hey, uh, Heisman Trophy winner Sam Bradford injures his throwing arm in the first game of the season. His team goes on to lose 13-14 to number 20 ranked Brigham Young. Uh, geez, I didn't know that because ESPN did not show that tackle 9,000 times in 24 hours. Oh, ESPN, you have 10, maybe 11 seconds of material that you replay over and over and over. They played that in the Oregon State kid punching the dopey white kid with the headband. You know on the word state. You know, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was actually. The, and then, of course, everybody was uh, completely baffled. How could something like this take place? Someone punching another. You have these kids running at each other as hard as they can for a goddamn sixty minutes, and then you're surprised that they can't exactly turn it off. And uh, was that kid screaming in the face? He deserved it a and, million percent. The white kid his, was totally out of line. And putting his hands on why the Oregon gotta, State wait, guy. Why do you got to race it? Why do you got to race it? I'm sticking up for the kid. other side this time, I though. I know, but even as soon as you bring race into it, well, it's an ugly little event. Paints a visual picture. Um, coming up in an hour, if your children are in school uh, 
they will be hearing from the President of the United States of America. The President of the United States of America will be telling uh, the children that education is important and stay in school. And because of that, the right wing is flipping out, saying they want to keep their kids home from school today. They don't want this man indoctrinating them. I don't know what they're getting indoctrinated into. They, here's what you don't understand. The left, and Fezzi, you were one of them, hated George W. Bush mm -mm. and said he's not my president. The, the right hates Barack Obama and says that he's not my president. The republic, it's on its last goddamn legs. It is time to split the country up, give half to the right, half to the left. I'm going to King Solomon all these motherfuckers and divide the country up because I can't stand either side. I can't take it anymore. And you know if this happened two years ago, you would be yelling, those children are being indoctrinated by this anti-gay marriage asshole. That's what the left does when there's a Republican president. And the uh, Republicans refuse to believe that Barack Hussein Obama is their president. We don't like each other. Let's split the country down the middle. I remember being in school and Reagan would come over the PA system somehow. It wasn't he wouldn't even be on TV cuz we didn't have TVs in every classroom. So the nuns would put like a microphone up to the TV and he would just his voice would come over the PA system How speaking old are you? How old are you? Speaking to third graders. Yeah, and you would have heard this. Today is a day that shall live in... First of all, just bringing up PA system to these young kids. So, some kind of They're connected to the internet, my friend. I, I didn't know what was it. Some kind of spaceship blew up, and that's why he was on the PA system. <laughs> some kind of spaceship. I didn't know what was going on. You, Dangerous. You actually thought it was Independence Day. <laughs> that memory of yours is just a movie, uh, Independence Day. Here's Ron. Ron in Illinois. Hey, Ron, how are you doing? Hey, yeah. uh, I disagree with you. I'm keeping my child out, and it has nothing to do with me being anti-Obama. Why are you keeping your child out? Because, number one, if George Bush would have done it, the country would have threw a fit. Number two, there should be no politics in school. If I can't talk religion and I can't pray in school, All right. then... Uh, hold on. School. It's not politics. He's the, He's president. the president of the United States. How can it not be politics? Because we, here's how it would normally end, right? You have pictures of all the presidents of the United States up in the elementary school. We pledge Absolutely. allegiance to the flag. It is politics when we are running for government. And then at a certain point we think, well, this is our president. These are our senators. This is our Congress. These are our judges. And if we don't like it, at a certain point, we vote again. But the, um, the, the situation now is the election never is over. <laughs> it is never done. We are constantly playing politics. Let's divide the country. I don't care how we do it. You want to do it north and south. Uh, you want to do it east and west. I don't care. You want to do it just on the last day, uh, thing? Blue states versus red states, let's do it that way. But let's stop the constant fighting. I want mommy and daddy to finally get divorced. And then uh, on the weekends, uh, if you live in a blue state, the red states can take you to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs>
and vice versa. Or if you live in a blue state, you can meet the red state's new girlfriend and act like you get along with her. And then uh, later uh, tell your mom that she's really fat <laughs> and loud and pushes your dad around. It's Mexico. It's a Spanish girlfriend. If you want to, when the states divide and you have to go off with your red state dad, send a picture of him on the beach looking fat and just text under it, fat fuck to your own mom. That's what you can do. But let's stop right now. Uh, here is uh, Nick. Nick's in New, Ma in New Mexico. Welcome back from vacation, guys. Yeah. Listen, it's really not political. I understand that, yeah, if, if it was on the other side and Bush was in there, the left would be yelling, blah, blah, blah. But there's really no reason for the president to be addressing the children. Because by doing so, even if he doesn't bring any politics into play, and it's the most simple and inane conversation like, hey, stay in school, he's putting seeds in their mind to become future Democrats or future followers of his party. All right, th th that's, that's all you need to say to me. That if you say to a child, stay in school, you're just putting seeds in his head to one day change his political party. So this thing with Reagan that happened with Dave would have been so life-changing, except for fucking Dave, 20 years later, doesn't even know that the space shuttle blew up. <laughs> he still doesn't understand it. Right. Uh, here is um, Jeff. Jeff uh, in Chicago, you're on the Ron and Fed show. Hey, Bubba Bada. Hey, buddy. Hey, I was just going to say that Americans in general would even have a hard time if Jesus called up and just told all the students to be good citizens and not murder people. Uh, you're absolutely, your phone is going off. You're absolutely 100% right. This country, left and right, hates each other so much that we are barely wheezing our way through. I'm not, I, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm done with both sides. I'm done with you all. I just as soon light this goddamn shit house on fire and restart it and start a new country. I'd like to get the United States of Bennington going, but I know some people are going to see that political. I don't want to turn on my TV and hear you people screaming at each other. I don't want to live in a country where half the country hates the president of the United States all the time. But do you think this is real hatred or just people, you know, it's their four years to bitch and moan? It's uh, like that's how they alternate. It's not bitching and moaning. It's mm. fucking screaming. If it was just bitching and moaning, I, I think I could put up with it. It's screaming. It's fucking acting like the other side is a Nazi and the left called Bush that. The right is now calling Obama that. It's so fucking annoying. I want it all to end. Adam in Jersey, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hi, guys. Um, I was actually having a conversation with my wife over the weekend. We have uh, a friend of hers um, that was in, that just moved from New Jersey to Plano, Texas, and, and she pulled her five-year-old out of school so that she wouldn't have to hear Obama speak to the, the class. And, and we were saying, you know, you can res disrespect the politics, but you still should respect the office of the president. I just wanted your thoughts on that. Well, the interesting thing was we just heard that from Fox News for years. They go, even though you might disagree with Bush, 
you have to respect the fact that he's the president. As soon as they don't have a Republican president, they're taking the same screaming fucking attitude that the left had for eight years. Hmm. We honestly think that the other side is out to destroy the country at all times. It doesn't work anymore. It's over. It's done. We're breaking this country up in the same way the great Jefferson Davis wanted to so many, <laughs> many years ago. The man was the Einstein of politics. I think that if we would have just left the South run off uh -huh. that time, we'd be living right now in utopian societies. We'd have two perfectly happy countries working next to each other, trading back and forth. Um, I know my dad would not mind watching Confederate all-white baseball. He'd still feel like he was a little kid. So it would probably work out for some people. If you don't like it, move. If you, li if you live in the red states of America and you're a liberal, just move to the blue states. If you live in the blue states and you don't like it, just move to a fucking red state. It's done. Each side is going to have the fast food that you love so much. <laughs> We're still going to have college football. And let's just really take it back to things that are important, like Ohio State versus Michigan. I think the president should actually be telling the school kids about important school things. No cutting in line, that sort of thing. When the girls start getting their training bras, that, don't snap them. That's uh, political, and I am going to fucking touch the back of a bra. That's very fucking exciting to me. Uh, Mike in Florida, you're on Fez. Hey, guys, welcome back. Love the show. Hey, in my neighborhood here in Florida, it's the right. It's the same guys. They hate Tiger Woods. Uh, when a white guy gets picked off base in a baseball game, it's all right. When a black guy is, it's because he's a bonehead. It's the same. I don't care what they say. It always comes back to race. Let's face it. If it was Hillary there or Al Gore there, they would be just as annoyed. And don't act like you're any different because if it was McCain or Romney, or one of those other fucking nincompoops, the left would be going fucking crazy, screaming about, I don't know, gay marriage or abortion, whatever five fucking topics seem to matter to people. It's done. It's over. I'm breaking you two up. I'm breaking you both up. That's it. Um, here's uh, Matt in Indiana. Matt. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks. I kept my son home today because his teacher was not going to allow them to listen to Obama talk. Again. That's a hard circle to start following. Uh, well, what he's saying is there's some of the teachers have the right not to fucking turn them. You can say this is math class. I don't want you to listen to Obama. Now the left, now his kid is fucking staying home for a completely different reason. I've, I've heard this kind of shit as well. I can't put up with it anymore. I'm done with both of yous. Done with both of yous. I am starting to feel like it's the fucking Eastside Dave and Fez country where I just have to listen to people nagging and bitching and crying all the time. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Dan, uh, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, uh, my brother-in-law and sister, they have kids that go to school in Kentucky, and they're not going to play this uh, Live, they're going to do a one-day delay, and I'm a Republican. I don't see seem to have a problem with it. I think it creeps the parents out. What I can see is that this, the Department of Education is also sending with to the principals a five-page packet of suggested topics to discuss. 
And some of those topics are a little creepy, like why you should listen to and obey your elected leaders. And uh, why, why don't you teach your kids this, though? Why can't one of the topics is I don't have to obey everything my leaders say. I don't have to. This could be a fucking perfect chance. But I'll, I'll take it to the next step, Dan, and tell you what really happens. I had science in school from fucking kindergarten uh, to fucking 12th grade. And you know what they indoctrinate me with as? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> I couldn't name the fucking plants for you. I couldn't tell you jack shit about photosynthesis. And 30 fucking kids, 27 of them, are fucking drawing the white stripes on a fucking notebook cover. They don't give a fuck. They're a bunch of redheads. These kids aren't being indoctrinated. I, I laugh about the whole evolution thing. Oh, they're trying to get our kids. Your kids ain't fucking paying attention. Look at your kids. They're dumb as shit. Nobody could get to them. Your kids are fucking cheating on spelling tests. Maybe. Stop acting like something is fucking happening. Uh, James in Milwaukee. Hey, guys. Um, basically, I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous. The... Well, why don't you call back when you get a little older? I want you to sorry. call back get when you get a little older. Okay, James? There's so much for indoctrination. Well, first of all, do you honestly think that you can hear something once and be indoctrinated? Do you know how hard the Russians had to work on their fucking stupid kids to get them into anything? It's repetition over and over and over again. Let's face it, all that time that they fucking uh, told us when I was in school, oh, it's all one big country, blacks and whites are just the same. As soon as we had recess, we start swinging at each other. <laughs> they never indoctrinated shit on us. The only time I really felt bad is when I couldn't complete that presidential physical fitness badge uh, with the push-ups and everything. I kind of felt I let the country down then. 866, Ron Zero Fez, 866. Ron, zero fez. Um, let's go over to Dave. Dave in North Carolina. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Um, I got rid of cable like about a month and a half ago, and it was basically because I didn't want to hear in the squawk box type Dave, bickering back and forth. you got rid of cable because you're a cheap fuck. Why else wouldn't you have cable? Now you're not going to be able to see Ace of Cakes. And this week... They have to make a cake into a pinball machine. Awesome. But yeah. here's the other side of it. Okay. It's not really cake. It's an edible fucking clay with some dough inside of it. Oh. So it's more I, It's more. You know what? I've never machine. watched Eights of Cakes when someone said this. This cake tastes delicious. <laughs> no. They're like, hey, I'm a mailman, and this cake looks like a mailbox. This is so great. There's a new show. I, let me tell you something. If someone gave me a fucking microphone cake, <laughs> I would just turn around and walk out. I'd want nothing to do with it. There's a new show now called The Ultimate Cake Off because the Ace of Cakes, I guess, didn't corner the market enough. Is that the one with the Italians? <laughs> no, I saw it. It hasn't come out yet. It's coming out oh. to TLC. There's already a cake. There's one that looks like MafiaCakes.com. <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of people going, hey, yo, hey. You gonna make a cake for me? He was just custard in the middle of a cake. <laughs> this is you delicious. It tastes like a giant cannoli. Hey, a cannoli cake. Hey. Oh, God. 
Uh, here's uh, Shannon. Shannon, I'm running Fez. Hey, guys. Love the show. But listen, wh- I don't see what's the big deal. Wasn't Bush sitting reading the kids in school when 9-11 went down? This motherfucker wouldn't even break the lesson plan when the, <laughs> when the towers were falling. He still sat there uh, reading to him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it would normally be a, a good thing, you would think, if the president wanted to address the kids about staying in school. The only reason that people don't want him there is half the country hates him. Half the country hated Bush. Now, those people are a little happier and more confused. They got Obama. And now half the country hates Obama. We hate the president, no matter how, how it happens. We don't want the election to stop. I am dividing the country up. It can't be done anymore. You've all blown it. I want you all to take the Constitution that you never read and wipe your ass with it because it's over. It's done. I think most people would be happy as, 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 uh, as pie. I'm going to make two fucking uh, countries right now. I'm going to call one uh, NASCAR and the other one crack pipe. And that's it. It's done. Well, NASCAR's finally going to get that uh, f- uh, fence that they want, that border fence. Brandon, uh, you're on Ron Fez show. Ronnie, that show, Ace of Cakes, is fucking terrible, but I wanted to know what's your favorite food-related show? Hell's Kitchen, Chop, what do you like? Right now, I only have one that I'm enjoying, and that's called Best Thing I Ever Ate. And that's when all the chefs turn around and they'll do something like, one week it's pizza, and they'll talk about the best pizza, go to that place and show it, uh... On this vacation, Fez, mm-hmm. I had some beef on a weck. Never had it before. What is a weck? Well, it's not your business because <laughs> you don't travel. You don't get out there in America. I'm so, I traveled through crack pipe. I also did a quick uh, inspection of Molly's in Chicago. And it is far better than it was before. Wow. It's without, it's without a doubt the best baked goods in America. Today. And I met a bunch of people who only know me as a name on a cupcake. Just people who live in that neighborhood. They're going like, holy shit, you're Ron Bennington. I'm like, yeah, I'm Ron Bennington. They're like this. I don't know uh, how you came up with this cupcake, but I'm down here three times a day. They started touching you to see if you were made of peanut butter. They're lining up like I'm selling meth out of the place. God bless Crackpipe. Crackpipe is alive and well. Pledge allegiance. Uh, did you uh, do anything? Did you go anywhere, Fez, on your vacation? I did the staycation, and the only place I traveled to, Ronnie, was the police precinct four different times about my check fraud situation. That sounds like fun. So <laughs> it was a lot of tied up in the police station, mm. talking to a detective, trying to get the check fraud thing. Uh, I believe there's a lead. Well, that was the problem. I started talking to the detective, thinking I was using his lingo, asking him if this is a person of interest, just trying to kick back his own terms to him. Um, wow. So that was the big fun. Now, you said you were going to get a piece of ass by your uh, vacation. Did that happen? That did not happen. I went out a lot. <laughs> but I am meeting someone on Wednesday. Kind of a blind date type deal. Who, who set it up? Uh, life coach. My life coach set it up. 
Who's your life coach? Um, coach Judy. Oh, God. This is the one that's got you acting like a chicken or a fucking seal or whatever. Flamingo, yes. Mm. So I am meeting someone on Wednesday. That's kind of exciting. I heard she was on TV the other night. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it, but it was like, yeah, it was some sort of, uh, I think it was like a test run show. I'm not sure what it was. It was about business. Um, here's uh, Steve. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back. What can we do for you? Um, you know, in 1991, George Bush Sr. addressed the school children in most elementary schools, wanted them to write essays, what would help him to run the country better, and what they could do for their country to improve it. So when they're uh, complaining about Obama, just look at the hypocrisy in the, in the government as a whole and just take that with a grain of salt. First of all, I take all you people with a fucking uh, grain of salt. I'm done with all of you. Uh, Kevin and Philly, you're on Run Fez. Welcome back, boys. Missed you. Missed you as well. Two two quick things. Um, first thing, um, the show you were talking about before, Ronnie, was uh, with the with the little mafioso Baker is Cake Boss, and it's shot in Hoboken. Yeah, Cake. We like Cake Boys. Cake Boys. Cake Boys. Cake Boys. Cake Boys. Cake Boys. It's it's like my cousin Vinny meets uh, you know some kind of cooking show. It's really hysterical. Yeah. But my uh, my wife is a fourth grade school teacher out here in Downingtown, Pennsylvania, and um, they were all set to broadcast this this uh, Obama speech today, and parents went crazy. They now have to they had to supply two separate rooms. One room where it's going to be broadcast on the big screen, and the other room is going to be a gymnasium where they can participate in sports and all kinds of fun activities. And the kids get to choose what they're going to, which one they want to go in. I think they should either watch the president or face the wall. Good, I go out and get a little piece of gauge. Hey, gauge. I give you. You're going to get whacked with some nice vanilla frosting. And, uh, just think of where we are right now, okay? Because uh, you're wondering about the kids being indoctrinated. You are now telling school children. You don't have to listen to the president. <laughs> this is our fucking terms of citizenship. Hey, do you want to listen to your president or do you want to go have fun? Because right now, if I was the uh, Obama, I would say, I'm the president of shit. And I would call up uh, Bush and say, you know, I'm just the president of shit. And then Bush would tell me, I know. I was the president of shit for eight years. It's fucking awful. They hate us. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jim, Jim, you're on Fez. Yeah, Law Bush supports Obama on this thing of speaking to the kids. It's not a big deal. To, try, to support to teach kids... To think. That's all. Well, has there been any politicians, any Republican senators, any Republican congressmen who said this was a bad idea? Are we just talking about the wackos? I think it's just the wackos. I don't know if I've heard anyone specifically speak out saying that, you know, we're creating Obama youth here. Yeah, and uh, I'm literally, uh, I'm not going to fucking spend four hours talking about it. 
but I'm embarrassed of all of you. I'm done with you. I'm dividing you into two fucking countries, and that's the end of it. Um, Big E, in Houston, you're in my What's up, Ronnie B? Yeah, welcome back. Hey, I want to know, have you ever seen this show called Man versus Food, where this guy, he goes around eating all kind of crazy shit, like big-ass hamburgers and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, I don't want, it's like if they gave Pat from Monarchy a food show. And the whole thing about good food, it's not just how much you can eat. It should be, you know, about the taste. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Adam, in Boston, you're on Runafest. Hey, guys, welcome back. I mean, I think it's fine that the president's speaking about the kids, to the kids, getting them involved. Most kids have no idea what's going on in government. But the fact is is that the kids today are being indoctrinated, and it's happening with their t basic textbooks. I mean, you can look at the biggest textbooks that kids have today, the Houghton Mifflin Social Studies and History books, and the story they tell of America is not the basic story that we were growing up with. And I'm not talking about being an overly, you know, rah-rah America um, agenda from the 50s, but the tone towards um, everything about how the country was founded, the attitude towards Republicans, the uh, notion that somehow the Constitution was based on the Iroquois nation, that um, Christianity is generally... Uh, do you, wanna, do you know what... In the, uh, I, I will, I'll give you the indoctrination, and they started the first day. I pledge allegiance to the flag to the United States of America. We have children do that. Adults don't do it. If it's so damn important, why don't we start? Um, why don't we start work that way, like they do in Japan? Of course, there's indoctrination. Well, the you know they tell you you live in the greatest country in the world. They don't fucking prove it to you. They just say it. Citizenship class: How to be a good citizen. Of course, it's an, uh, a certain matter of indoctrination. They try to teach you to love and fucking uh, care about a country before you got all the facts. They don't fucking leave it up to kids to decide whether or not something's true or not. Shit, when they're in second grade, we're still telling them a fat man's bringing presents <laughs> on Jesus' birthday that we can't really bring up Jesus. <laughs> Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Mike, Mike of Virginia. Hey, guys, how you doing? Welcome back. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ryan, I got a question for you. I um, I really like these cupcakes. Uh, I'm in Virginia, so I've got uh, Georgetown Cupcake, uh, Cake Love, uh, even Smith Island. I've never had a Molly's. I hear it's great. But I think all these cupcakes taste like Crisco. They taste like wedding cake. I like a nice, deep, rich chocolate cake. Ah. And I was just wondering how... Uh, uh, what kind of icing Molly's have? Well, first of all, uh, I actually did a taste test that they lined up. Uh, she came in and made stuff. And it was, she had a cinnamon bun, bun cupcake. Ooh. It was unfucking believable I went through a goddamn, I was on, on a food high by they pulled out of there. So, no, don't just hear the word cupcakes and act like that's Molly's. There's a lot of, it reminds me of like, um... When there was too many comedy clubs. My next thing I do after I divide the country is I'm getting rid of a lot of these cupcake places. Because they do shit work. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Blake in Rhode Island. Hey, great to hear you back, boys. What can I do for you? 
Um, Ronnie, I'm glad you can see through all this bullshit, man, because uh, we just live in a dualistic culture. It's not just politics. I mean, sports teams have feuds. Uh, you know, what's the latest rap feud and, you know, hip-hop music? It's always dualistic. And uh, as long as we live in a dualistic culture, nothing will ever get accomplished. And we just need to reinvent the culture, and hopefully that would uh, solve the problem. Uh, and the only way we're going to do that is let the people each have their own culture. Absolutely. Uh, you can you can move Jesus Land down south. Fez, your parents are going to be living in Jesus Land. They'll appreciate it. NASCAR Jesus Land, and, and that'll be nice for them. Up uh, north, uh, you can actually name it after Lenin if you want to. Doesn't matter. I don't care what everybody does. I just want them to stop bickering. Just stop bickering. Now, the good news is, down south, you can start dating people that are 11 or 12 again, like in Jerry Lee Lewis's time. Even a first cousin. And up north, your kids can smoke crack at school. Such a tough choice. And then burn the Bible. Uh, at the uh, second period today, we're going to burn the Bible. Well, you gotta burn like, you got to light that pipe somehow. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 Ron, zero Fez, I'm done with you, and I'm done with you all. Fezzy, here's some uh, really good news for you. Uh, even though you have your shitty college football, the NFL also starts this week. Looking forward to the NFL. It is uh, The two sports I follow are both football, college and NFL. The two, <laughs> the two sports I follow are both football. Uh, Davey Mack, you're an NFL guy. Yes, I can't wait. No. It's just, this is the fall, this is football time. Football and World Series time, best time of the year. I love football. So it's football and World Series. It's football, baby. I think the Bears, with Jay Cutler, going all the way. Hate to say it. Well, sounds like uh, you read uh, Sports Illustrated soon. So. Uh, no, I've just been doing my own research. Yeah. I've been doing my own research. Well, where, no, are you, where are you researching? I would, um, ESPN.com. Because who's going to win it all? The team that's going to win the Super Bowl will be... Philadelphia Eagles. Why? It'll, Why are you still saying that? It'll be the irony of ironies when Michael Vick ends up getting a Super Bowl ring. It, you know, I think over the last 10 years, at least one person on the show has said Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> for 10 fucking years. Actually, I've been saying Bears for the last three years. Yeah. I'm just playing the odds at this point. Chris Stanley, who are you picking? Uh, Vikings. <laughs> he doesn't know football. I think I picked Not them last year. <laughs> And that was fucking hideous. Or maybe two years ago I picked them. If you really look at the Chicago Bears, that's all they have needed is a quarterback. I mean, I don't think it's a very risky pick. I will tell you this. I was in Chicago. Right. Everybody's wearing Cub gear. Yeah. Uh, Cub or I, Bear? Cub. Cub gear? Wow. They, I mean, 100%. You talk about indoctrination. 100% of the people are dressed <laughs> like they're fucking playing. And I kept going like this. Hey, there's Ernie Banks. All fucking day long. They don't give a shit yet. It's that's over. a that's a four fucking sport town though, uh, and I'm in Pittsburgh, seventeenth fucking year in a row, Fezzy, that the Pirates are going to have a losing se season. Seventeenth year in a row, and everybody there is wearing Steelers gear. They do not give a shit. They don't care. Now you're all yeah. football. I am completely football, hundred percent. Who knows more about the NFL, you or Dave? I would say I do. Scale one to ten, where are you? I would say I'm at a seven. So you're less than you are for college football. Uh, um, you you were at a nine. Where are you 
right now for NFL? I think I'm a six. A six? No, wait a second. Excuse me. I think I'm a nine uh, on pro football. Nine pro football, eight on college. Eight, six, six, Ron Zero Fez. Eight, six, six, Ron Zero Fez. Fezzy, this time I got to give it to... into this we are going it is time for another fez versus dave yes event uh fez uh you lost the last one what happened to you uh i had to do a silence of the lamb a buffalo bill tuck dance by the way that is still up on 202 friends twitter it should not still be up it was only one day only 24 hour access that was it uh, the problem is we don't know how to take things off of Twitter, so it's going to stay up to the end of time. I I asked uh, Chris Stanley, mm-hmm. and he told me it can't be done. No clue. What are we betting this time, Fez? This time, this is a Hitler mustache challenge. The loser has to shave what they have of their mustache into a Hitler mustache. And keep for how long? Three days. The rest of the week. Come on, three days. How long is it going to be, Dave? How long would you wear your Hitler mustache if you lost this? Two weeks. Two weeks? I'll do two weeks. Two weeks. Hitler mustache. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hitler mustache for the next two weeks. This uh, Twitio will go up on 202 Friends. Uh, by the way, can we get it up in an immediate situation, not like the yeah. last time? Mm-hmm. We'll get it up immediately. Well, how do we know how to do that now and not get down the uh, silence of the lambs one? We, we know how to upload. Yes. We don't know how to delete. No. You can't delete anything from Twitter. No, you can't. It stays there indefinitely. Uh, this contest, it's not just the NFL. It's simply NFL coaches. Okay. NFL coaches. Okay. I am going to give you a team. You give me the coach of that team. Mr. Nine, Mr. Eight, (laughs) off we go. First person to get seven coaches wins. Who currently is coaching in San Diego? Davey Mack. San Diego is um, Mr. North Turner. North Turner. Who's going to be covering that? <laughs> I'll agree with that. I, 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 I saw his Manuel Noriega fucking face with the weird. One nothing right now. Uh, and, uh, Hicks, I need you to stay on top of this, too. A uh, loser keeps a Hitler mustache for two weeks. A Hitler mustache in a place that Jesse Jackson once called Jaime Town. <laughs> Who was the current coach in Indianapolis? Go ahead, Dave. Oh, shit. Um, I was going to say Dungey. He's going, Mike Sullivan. Buzz Watley. Um... Al Jorgensen. I have no idea. All right, here's my two NFL guys. Struggling as we go along. Score, 1-0. 
loser, Hitler mustache, who's coaching in Cleveland? Says Watley. It is uh, Eric Mangini. I would accept Mangini or Manginius. One to one. Who is now the coach of the Oakland Raiders? We did two stories on him yeah, earlier. Coach, uh, coach Gable. Does Watley? Oh, um, three seconds. Thompson. Thompson. Uh, what is it? Cable, right? Cable. Tom Cable. Tom, all right. <laughs> I said Gable. That's the fucking Iowa. Who coach. is the current coach of the Detroit Lions? Detroit Lions. Yes, Detroit Lions. <laughs> You've heard of them. Three seconds. Yes, Fez Watley. Mike Martz. Yes. Bill Walsh. He's just trying to get a Hitler mustache. <laughs> you know what? Let's just end this. No, you stop, don't, stop, you stop, stop, stop. Well, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I just wanted to throw that out there. Current coach of Seattle. Fezzy. Jim Mora Jr. Ah. Fuck. 2-1. <sighs> Give me the current coach of the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Fezzy. Dick Duran. I thought he was fired. He should have been fired after that disgrace last year. You should be fired. Not to mention Lily. You should be fired. Uh, score right now. Three to one in favor of Fez Watley. Who is the current coach of the Cincinnati Bengals? I think it goes to Dave. Okay. Oh, come on. He doesn't know. I do, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. Black guy yelling all the time. His name was... Uh, hold on, yeah, I got to accept it. Yelling black guy? <laughs> it's true, he is. He's a yelling black guy. Um, his name is um, Mar Three. Marvin Williams. Fezzy. I can't, I can't Marvin Lewis. I can't think of this shit. <laughs> Coaches. Who is the current coach of the Patriots? Zephaz. That's fucking. Oh! Now he gets scared and he starts saying. Yeah, Fez. that Come was on. that one. No, I came to judge, but that one wasn't even close. If Fez wants to be the gentleman, he can. I will be a gentleman on this. Wow! One. I'm up four one. I feel pretty good. I'll be a gentleman. That on this guy one. with the. Uh... <laughs> oh come on! You don't know. Uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Good job. Don't panic over there, Chris Stanley. Seriously. That was like a fucking four-second fucking thing. I, even I couldn't get away with that one. Uh, who is the current coach of the New York Giants? That was Dave. Tom Coughlin. You uh, pressure, pressure. Your own team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. What do you want me to say? Uh, who is the current coach of the Miami Dolphins? He doesn't know what he's doing. No, but I have to. I have to be the first ringer. Um, <laughs> the coach of the Miami Dolphins is uh, Nick Saban. <laughs> I was gonna say Nick Saban. This is of course Tony Soprano. Tony <laughs> Soprano. That's right. That fucking weirdo. 
Guys, well, these coaches well, suck. <laughs> you guys suck. The no-name coach these. Why do you them. guys think so bad? I hate these guys. Yeah. Who are the current coach of uh, the Super Bowl winners? Bill, I didn't. I didn't do it yet. I was, <laughs> I was talking about the current Super Bowl. I, I had it. You oh. don't even know. I you know. don't even fucking know. You're right. I okay, was okay, doing okay, a okay. joke. All right. Uh, who had it? I think it was Dave. I'll let Ron finish the question. The current, the next Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles. Coach Andy, <laughs> <laughs> fat guy. Do you know the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? You got three seconds. Coach Andy, um, come on, come on, Hitler, Green. (laughs) (laughs) You stink. (laughs) Go ahead, Andy Reid. It sounds just like that. This is fucking (sighs) embarrassing. Who is the current coach of the Chicago Bears? Lovey Smith? Holy yeah. fucking shit. What's the score? It is five to four in favor of Fez. Who is the current coach of the New York Jets? Davey Mack. You don't Ryan. know. Coach Ryan. Coach Ryan. Coach Ryan. Five five. All tied up, five five. <sighs> Mamma mia, pizzeria. Who is the current coach? Of the San Francisco 49ers. Shoot. Oh. Yes. God damn. Damn. Singletary, right? Yeah! <laughs> Come back, City! <laughs> we got one. <laughs> and, but, uh, what is the score? Uh, it is six to five in favor of Eastside Dave. And I was actually going to call him, come, uh, I was going to say <laughs> Coach Crazy Eyes. Because you remind me of Crazy Eyes from fucking Curb. Wow. <laughs> wow, we are running out of coaches <laughs> really quick. Uh, you can win it here, Dave. Fez, you need this to tie up. Who is the current coach of the St. Louis Rams? Davey Mack. I'm going to say Coach Hazlitt. <laughs> Fez, tie it up. Shoot. Um... Is it? Oh, crap. Three seconds, Fez. Come on. You want to play or not? Yes. Coach, uh, Coach Erlickson. Oh. Who is it? I forgot what I asked. Rams. Rams. Oh, uh, Steve Spagnola. Oh, okay. Giants. Uh, fucking A. I should have known that. That was a Giants defensive coordinator, so that was my fault. For the win, Dave. Awful. Awful. That is for the tie. Awful. The current coach of the Green Bay Packers. Bez Watley. Is it Murphy? Dave, this is for the win. I will <laughs> say, <laughs> um, Coach Williamson. Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. You see why I constantly turn down us turning into a sports show? <laughs> well, they, those guys have, have books and stuff in front of them. Uh, he takes a big slug of ice water. How you feeling? I'm dying. Why? Because I blew my lead. I was a gentleman at one point. 
Maybe I, I could have maybe I could have finished this off by now. Yeah. It would have been done. It would have been done. But here's your chance to redeem. Give me the current coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I do know this too. Actually, believe it or not, just let me think this out for a second. Obviously, you get three seconds. I fucking know this guy's name. Um, two seconds. One second. Norris. Norris. Did you say Norris? No, I said Norris. Why would you do that? Because I have to give you right shit. Fezzy, any idea? I can picture the guy's face. Either him or his brother used to be a quarterback. Um. Norwich, I don't know. John Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I, I swear to God I knew that. I swear to God in the Holy Bible. Damn it. My fault. Give me the current coach of the Tennessee Titans. I got, I got that fucking shit. Who? Who? Coach Jeff Fisher, running me? We play the game. We win. We lose. Wow. Never the same. I believe they had seven. I had to go through all 32 <laughs> fucking coaches. I don't think I have anybody left over. So I want you each to eat these fucking pages <laughs> for giving us six hours of boring fucking radio. <gasps> that was exciting. That was the best one yet. Uh, Fez Watley. Again, the beard goes down. Yep. Uh, this is your, how many times you've shaved the beard in the beard contest? This will be the third beard loss. Mm. It'll be the first Hitler mustache. The first beard loss. Raises my record to three and one. And I was thinking about this over the break. We also had cheers competition. Now, it's not official, but basically I'm four and one. Head to head I don't trivia. think that was part of the Siren series. It's not the Siren I series. Know, yeah, it definitely wasn't Siren series. It's not Siren. So it's so three I, and I, one. Why don't you just bring up your goddamn exhibition games? <laughs> All right? That was a friendly Okay. As they say in the premiership. All right. Uh, by the way, you guys were just fucking awful. Well, they should get Bill Walsh out of retirement if you're the fucking Lions. I mean, you, you should be doing a lot better than that, than whoever the fuck. You have to was. get him out of more than just retirement. All right, TC has uh, written to me. Uh, could you please tell us more about your beef on the WEC uh, that you had? Beef on WEC. Um, some questions I'd like to be answered. Where did you get it? What were the sides? Was the weck heavily salted? Thanks in advance. Um, the uh, place that I got it, I think, was called Swabbles. Uh, it's the place that apparently it started at. Uh, the sides were a warm German uh, potato salad and coleslaw and heavily salted. Yes, yes, indeed it was. And it was uh, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But And I like to say to the good people in Buffalo, you've uh, given me a brand new sandwich that I've never had before. I used to do cold roast beef. And I never had a weck. So, but the weck, I still, it's confusing. What it, is It's the a different weck? kind of roll than you're used to. Okay. It is heavily salted. Okay. I also went to, and the carving guy was just unreal. You get to watch him. And he's carving this thing like, it, like he's got a tiny razor. Like we're going to be doing Fez's uh, Hitler mustache. 
uh, also uh, stopped in the Pittsburgh and had, what is that brothers called? Panami Brothers Panini? or whatever? No, I can't. Panami? It's got to be something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. The sides are a side for a reason. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if I need all the sides. Is it uh, Pramani, Pramani Brothers? Pramani Brothers. Okay. Is the name of it. But here's what they do unusual. All right, so they have uh, they 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 serve their sandwiches on an Italian roll, right? But instead of cutting it down the middle, they cut it like this. So you're basically getting the white part of the bread, rather than us on the East Coast enjoying the crust. Uh huh. They cut it against the crust. Oh wow! What happens in Pittsburgh? So the meat is on the crust and no. your fingers are on the white part no the, yeah yeah more or less no uh, no because you're thinking they use the crust they don't they cut it across almost like you would white bread oh, i see what you mean and i'm like uh that seems to be uh a spit in the face of the great hoagie tradition <laughs> but it was actually uh very very delicious uh rob in long island how are you hey ronnie how you doing i uh, can identify with that buffalo experience I rode on a truck with a Wonder Bread guy on a work job, and he turned me on to that Portuguese weck roll. It had, like, some seeds on it, like a rye bread. Yeah. And it, and it had this hot beef broth that made the roast beef kind of juicy. Well, I watched the guy. He actually takes the rolls and dips it back into the gravy. Yeah. Uh, and then on top. Uh, a little it's horseradish? A little horseradish? Yeah, uh, and extremely strong horseradish that was uh, cleansing. Delicious. Mm. The people of Buffalo, I gotta say, you're on a little something there. <laughs> Keep it quiet though. But you really do need a new stadium. I mean, it's <laughs> a fucking embarrassment. We, there, there are fucking racetracks in Jersey <laughs> that blow away. By the way, um, speaking of r- racetracks, uh, Chris Stanley, how was your vacation? Uh, I went up to Saratoga. I got killed the first day, but uh, I came up a few hundred in the second day, which was nice. nice. Was nice. And what did you do for eating? Oh, PJ's barbecue. Holy shit. Fucking amazing. You loved Thank it? you. Loved it. Yeah, me and my chick fucking loved it. It was amazing. What night did you go? Uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Oh, you, you doubled, no, doubled down. What did you eat? Uh, everything they fucking had there, basically. Fucking ribs, chicken, all the sides. It was crazy. Did you enjoy the 50s music? Oh, hell yeah. A lot of Patsy Klein and Johnny Cash <laughs> just playing constantly. Was the, guy, was the guy playing like it was a fucking... Like a real radio station. He like a radio station. And only the little kids go over to him. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Kept on giving weather updates. Uh, here is uh, here's Bill. Bill in Texas. You're on first. Yeah, but, uh, I was going to say that a Hitler mustache is not gray. It has to be dyed black. He had a fully black on. Uh, well, here's the interesting Hitler. thing, and I was looking with Fez this. When your beard was coming in, it looked very gray. Uh-huh. It's gray underneath, but black on top. Yeah, I threw in some color when I went out this week. Why did you do that? That looks terrible. Yeah, well, I just, I didn't mean to, I'm really bad with the color. Yeah. And, like, thought I only had it in for a couple of minutes just to try to even some things out. Right. I even did the, I even used, like, the touch of gray. You know what you look like right now is uh, bad Hulk Hogan. (laughs) NWL Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. When Hulk Hogan turned bad, and he just rubbed dirt in his beard to show people he was really bad. 
Uh, like uh, when he's uh, you can see any of that like on the uh, WWE on demand, WWE classics on demand. You I have get, no idea what you're talking about. Uh, what you, you, if you call your local cable operator? I uh, you know what I'll call Sal. He's my local cable operator. With your digital cable, you can uh, WWE classics on demand is available. Uh-huh. So you get every Hulk Hogan there is. You get Hulkamania running wild through the '80s. You get bad Hulk Hogan. You get turned good again Hulk Hogan. And do you get stuff besides Hulk Hogan? Yeah, you get just about anything they have in the WWE library. Could I see Bruno San Martino? You could see Bruno San Martino, definitely. Uh, uh, you would like this, Fez. When I was at that Permani Brothers, uh-huh. there was uh, all the great Pittsburgh people uh, up in a montage, and one of them was a great Bruno San Martino. Oh, nice. Where I uh, got my picture taken in front of him, pointing, basically saying, here's Bruno San Martino. <laughs> Right now what they have going on in September is the Stone Cold Free View is what they call it. Tell me what about it. So that's, uh, it's um, free on your in-demand uh, channels, on your digital cable service. It's 15 hours of free programming featuring the WWE Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Stone Cold September. It goes all through the career of the Texas Rattlesnake. To me, and I know a lot of people disagree with me, that was the high watermark or the Motown era of the WWE with Stone Cold and The Rock and, uh, you know, Dude Love, my own personal favorite, that Dude Love was the all-time best. The Attitude Era. Yeah, was that what it was called? Yeah. With Generation X? Yeah. There was a lot of excitement then. I'm going to watch this. How do you do it? So this is where you go to the free on-demand area of your digital cable service. Yeah. And you just check out the September Stone Cold Free View. Okay. You get to see 15 hours of Stone Cold Steve Austin footage for All free. Right. All right. There he goes. Then if you want any of the other stuff, you know, any of the territory wrestling from back in the 70s, any of the wrestling primetime shows that they tried with WWE in the 80s, you just call 1-888-WWE-CLASSICS. That's 1-888-WWE-CLASSICS. Now, Fezzi, I know you uh, think of yourself as a live read guy. Mm-hmm. You came in like somebody had a gun to your head. forcing. You seemed to me like fucking Iraqis had you and made you say pooey to the United States. You could have had that in seamless. Instead, seemed. It was stitched up and handed to us. Look at the. I, I keep looking over there at the fucking highlights from last night. It's, a it's, great game. it's like what? It isn't a great game if the defense stinks. Yeah, but it's and so whoever has the ball last wins... Unless the dumb fucking kid can't hold on to it. It's like playing Madden, only this time it's in real life. Uh, Tom in Los Angeles. Hey, Fezzi, you excited for your uh, date? Going to wear that Hitler mustache on your date? Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to. I hope it's a Jewish person. I hope not. (laughs) It's kind of hard to explain. NFL coaches trivia and a siren series, where you take, and a Hitler mustache. Where are you taking your date? Up the old dirt road? <laughs> no, no plans yet on that. You know that chick's bananas, right? Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Tom in New York. Hey, Ron. Uh, beef on Weck is actually short for Beef on Kemmelweck. The name of the role is a Kemmelweck role. I'm wondering Start why that the- role doesn't play in the rest of the fucking country. They're phenomenal, aren't they? Yeah, I have to say. It was uh, very, very exciting 
to have a brand new bread. Brand new bread. Yeah. It's like having a brand new grape. Thank you. It's like I found a grape I never had before. <laughs> it's like whenever you just sign on to AOL, there's always new animals that they're finding. Yeah. And you just thought you had finally seen, like, all the squirrels in the world. And then there's one squirrel with a tail that's, like, eight well, feet long. Well, they were in that giant, uh, did you say they were in some yeah. crater? Right, I saw And they it. just came up with tons more fucking uh, animals. <laughs> they always find new frauds. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come back with an email, furious with us. Uh, for because we've constantly said that uh, black people uh, talk out at the movies. Our last intern uh, brought that up about when he went to see the Quentin Tarantino film, uh, a black woman was yelling out, and the and Calvin wants to take issue with us. It's the Ron and Fez show. It's the Ron and Fez show on XM two o two Sirius one ninety seven. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you. Son. And now for the new adventures of Laugh to Know Big Deal Man. Hey, did you see the news, Big Deal Man? There's a baby born with two dicks. Big deal. Hey, Last to Know Man, guess what? Clay Aiken's gay. No, he is? Thanks for letting me know. Guess what, BDM? Elvis and Jim Morrison are still alive. And they're fucking each other. Big deal. Oh my gosh, Last to Know Man, did you hear the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots? How could I have not heard about this? I'm from Southie. I appreciate you letting me know. It's Last to Know Big Deal, man. Big deal. Show. Mike working. Good. They caught Ron and Fez on a uh, what? Uh, Fez Watley will be on 202 Friends Twitter a little later on the show with your brand new Hitler mustache. Uh, and Fez, this is a, you said blind date? Yeah, blind date's supposed to be tomorrow. And you're going to show up with a Hitler mustache. Yeah, I'm hoping that blind date means literally. Oh, you are something else, pal. How did you lose this? You're Mr. NFL guy. I know. I w because I decided to be nice and give away uh, a call that went in my favor. And then, er then house of cards after that. Yeah, but I think I asked 32 questions. You only had to get the seven. I, don't, I would have to go to assistant coaches or... Uh, Chief Surgeon. I was waiting for Mike Tomlin. I think what I was really going to eventually do was just uh, give me the mascot for Detroit. <laughs> Bing, lions, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys don't know shit about football, though. Just admit it, and then we can go on. And this is why we're not doing a fantasy league, because you're all terrible at it. We should definitely do a fantasy league. That adds another, just another dimension to it. I planned on it, but then Dave laughed at you. All right, Scott, Scott Montana, you're on the Run and Fez show. 
Hey, Fez, at least the bright side now, you might get invited to one of Anthony's parties. Um, this actually will be fun for Anthony. And you might. I'm going to see if I can let out one of his suits that he likes to wear <laughs> on the weekends. I may actually get a proposal out of this. By the way, I, I know I've heard the term let out from women, but I would have no idea how you let out clothes. I don't know how they do it. Sewing? Uh, all right, here is an email. We get emails here on the Ron and Fez show. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. It says, hello, Ron and Fez. I'm at work listening to the August 26th show, and I'm up to the segment. I guess he's uh, listening on the Audible right now, where one of your interns is talking about the young black woman who ruined the movie for him. Uh, that was an experience uh, that we had uh, on this show where our own Scruffy said that a black woman was yelling out during the show. I've noticed that every show on 202 talks about loud black folks. Well, that has happened. Uh, Fez, you've brought it up before. Mm -hmm. Dave, I believe you have. And obviously, ONA have brought it up about people, black folks, who yell out during the wedding. You act like white people can do no wrong. In fact, living on the Lower East Side, I can say it's almost always a dumb, frat, white guy who's yelling out at the screen and clapping and spouting dumb lines with his uh, frat buddies. And never, no one ever brings it up. Have you ever been to a theater where a bunch of dumb frat guys were clapping and yelling at what's going on in the movie? Um, to be totally honest, I rarely go to movies that dumb frat guys or uh, insane black people would enjoy those films. And yet, as I'm watching my good friend Franklin's movie the other night, as the bad guy is getting killed, I hear someone yell, you go, girl, and it was crazed. <laughs> so I have heard a white guy yell out something dumb at a movie. Uh, we were at uh, Franklin's movie premiere, and uh, Fez, oddly enough, you came in a tuxedo. Yeah, it was, uh, I apparently overdressed. I, it was a premiere. I was really expecting a lot of formal wear on the red carpet. You wore a tuxedo to his premiere and shorts and a tank top to Dave's wedding. <laughs> Not going to get you guys going at each other. I'm just pointing out the inconsistencies <laughs> and think that perhaps uh, he does it to himself. Uh, what did you think of Franklin's movie? Uh, Franklin's movie, I thought, was very interesting. It kind of lost me along the way, to be honest. I wasn't sure about all the characters and what they were supposed to be doing. But I thought it had a uh, really fantastic look to it. Um, Dave, what did you think of Franklin's movie? I thought it was well acted. I thought a couple plot points didn't make sense. Why this girl was hanging around a, a mugger, um, that was, to me, a little bit unbelievable. Well, they fell in love. It was a fairy tale. Didn't work uh, for me. Let's go over to Chris Tanley. Chris Tanley, what did you think of Franklin's movie? I thought it was okay. I think I thought it, the look. I didn't like the look of it, but I liked the acting. I thought that Diggs was a smooth character, and I uh, missed it when Moo left. And uh, he, he was so smooth, he mugged a girl. <laughs> that's, that's right. To meet her in the park, and then we got to hang out with him later. <laughs> yeah. I will say this about Franklin's movie. 
I cannot believe that he got a movie done. It took him four years, working against budget. Uh, he had an animated character in it. It's a Herculean amount of work to pull off something like that. And I was completely proud of the guy. I was completely proud to see there that he had a film that looked like an independent film. He got it done. I thought that was just fantastic. I was really, really, really uh, proud of the guy. Uh, and why he added that animated thing that had to be so much extra work. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. You never see something like that in an independent film. And I will also say this. Uh, Dean, our good friend Dean, played a bad guy. And when he was introduced as the bad guy, he's following a girl, and he comes up behind her, and he goes looking in a window after her. And his breath kind of freezes the window uh, itself was as good a shot as you'll see any character ever introduced in a film. Fantastic uh, shot that Franklin pulled off there. Uh, so I'm going to play it like the new at the movies, Fez. Okay. You know we got all new guys at the movies. Oh, okay. They got rid of the two young guys, and we brought back a guy from Chicago and a guy from the New York Times. And it's back to being a, an adult's um, thing. They got rid of Ben Lyons and... Uh, the other poor kid who I think could have made it if he didn't have Ben Lyons as a mm. as a partner. Um, would you see it, uh, rent it, or skip it? I would rent it. Rent it. Uh, let's go back to Dave. S see it, rent it, or skip it? I'd see it. See it? See it. I'm also going to give it a see it, and I'm proud of the guy. Unfortunately, right now, all you can do is rent it. And how do you pick that up, Fuzz? You go to cypherproductions.com or lastnightinbrooklyn.com. Dave, you know what it's like to make your little twittios. I do. You actually think that you could come off with a two-hour project? <laughs> could you imagine how much yeah. work that is? I mean, no. I was I was very impressed by that. Yeah. You know, there was a couple little plot points I had problems with. But besides that, like I said, the acting and the cinematography and the music was great. Oh, the music was fantastic. The soundtrack was fantastic. He actually did. And our own sleeves is on the soundtrack. Uh, and what else I, I really liked, he used a uh, a bunch of uh, local Brooklyn bands yeah. and stuff like that. And that was uh, fantastic. Uh, here's Steele. Steele in Texas. You're on Runner Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. I was sitting behind crazed at the uh, last night in Brooklyn, and he kept firing up the one-hitter and wouldn't even pass it back. He, he was doing a one-hitter during the movie? Yeah. He would scooch down real low in his seat and light it up. Do, do you guys remember when uh, you heard, like, a breaking glass? Yeah. Uh -huh. That was crazed fucking uh, pipe. He dropped and broke it. He's <laughs> yeah. a fucking maniac. Yeah, I know. He's a scary guy. Then he and I went to a gay bar afterwards. You're going to a gay bar, gay <laughs> bar. Uh, let's go over to Jamie in Long Island. Hey, welcome back, guys. Thanks, brother. Uh, yes, that is nice uh, tuxedo. Ronnie said he was going to dress up, and he didn't, and you ended up wearing the tuxedo. Yeah, Fez forgot all the fucking backstory to make it a radio <laughs> bit. Uh, Jamie, what did you think of, the, of uh, Franklin's movie? Uh, I, in the beginning, it, like, it was, it, I, I wasn't understanding it, but towards the end, I ended up starting to like the movie. But you know what was really funny? When I went in to go get my tickets, a guy came up behind me that must have been on the guest list, which, thank you guys for the tickets. I really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Um, and he had an extra ticket, and he actually asked the lady for his ticket because
because he wanted to take it outside and sell it. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do. Uh, people I, are scumbags. <laughs> they really are. Um, I couldn't believe You know, I, I watch a lot of independent film, and Franklin had a lot of the problems that every independent film director gets. You know, we made it for 65000 You guys are comparing it to, you know, a Hollywood film, which this summer averaged at $150 million. Mm-hmm. And just because you're seeing it in the theater, you're expecting it right. to be the same thing. Also, you know, you don't get the same uh, age limit in actors. The guy who played Moo, the older guy, I thought was the uh, the best actor in the whole in the whole cast. Uh-huh. And I, I would imagine that he had a lot more experience. The girl was also uh, terrific, and Dean was a scary guy. Yeah. The only thing that, um, but you know. You have the same kind of problems that everybody else has that, you know, you're not going to be able to go back and do reshoots. So if he had any problems in the script, you can't exactly uh, finish them, you know, fix them later on. Because most films will have the opportunity to go back and do reshoots. So you're always going to have to deal with that kind of stuff on the very small films. I give the guy uh, just so much credit for getting it done. I don't know... I don't know if we have another friend who's had a four-year project. And could you imagine if you had to go back and uh, listen to a radio show from four years ago, Fez, what you'd be saying? Oh, it would be, you know. You were so much funnier then. I don't understand how they can do it. Like the actor sitting there going, here's something that happened to me four years ago, (laughs) and I'm finally getting to see it. I mean, at least they had no continuity issues that I could tell. Mm. That's pretty impressive, and Dean pretty much looked exactly the same, you know. I will say this. Uh, Lily, who was there, uh, Rochester's own Lily, uh, and a very good friend of Franklin, flew in for it. Uh, I looked over, and I saw her checking text messages. <laughs> and then I text her, hi, during the show. Because I think it's wrong to check a text, me- a text message like that. Uh, but to go back to the email, yes, white people are just as bad now at movies. But then I don't go to films like Final Destination, <laughs> so I don't have to put up with it as much. It's number one now. Yeah. I saw over uh, the vacation September issue. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not exactly like I, uh, uh, I'm fitting in. I, I, just like I've given up on the country, I pretty much given up on Hollywood movies. They, they just drive me nuts. John in Florida. Hey there, Ronnie B. Yeah. Uh, hey there, Slacker. Hey, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie B., uh, Paulo didn't happen to show up to this uh, movie premiere and ruin it for everybody. Not only that, I we have not seen Paulo over the entire summer or heard from him. Hmm. I guess he's no longer the movie uh, reviewer for the Run and Fed show. Um, yeah, I've been emailing. He said he'd be back at the end of the summer to do an end of the summer movie wrap-up. He didn't get back to me, but then he just friended me on Facebook. Uh, did he say he bought a, a home in Gary, Indiana? He was talking a little Remember crazy. Remember he bought something there? Yeah, I think he did. I drove through Gary, Indiana, and refused to stop at fucking red lights. At a certain point, I went like this. Thank God I'm in the south side of Chicago <laughs> and out of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Chad. Chad, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, I got a lady Jibon for you, boys. What do you got? Uh, DonnieDumphy.com's up and running, selling T-shirts and CDs and whatnot. Fantastic news to hear. You up on this, Hicks? Oh, yeah, all over. September 2nd, uh, the website went up with his new uh, new video for his song, Crytunes, and the uh, his old merch is now available. To buy. How do you like Crytunes? I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a battle. It's softer than the other stuff he's played, yeah, but see, it's still I'm not good. used to that. Uh, Time Magazine, Fez, is Jay Lendo and the big Jay Lendo show. Uh, uh, Jimmy gets a mention in the Time Magazine, which and so do O&A, as a matter of fact, which I thought was uh, very, very cool. Uh, Jimmy uh, just says... Uh, Fuck Ron Bennington. And, uh, uh, taken out of context, it doesn't make a, a lot of sense. But the interesting thing I, I brought up since I was in Chicago, they will now get one hour night of Jay Leno at 9 o'clock. Um, 9 o'clock prime time wow. will be uh, basically, in my opinion, some variation of The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. Television has changed so much. Uh, I'm really interested to say in the Leno show. And I think everybody is. I think everybody's really going to give it the uh, the first week to see how Leno uh, does with this. And then I will give you my opinion. Fuck Ron Bennington. Well, just let me give the opinion. Maybe it's going to be a good one. We don't know. We don't know what I'm going to say yet. Uh, Fez, where are you? Give me a, a radio psychic. If you will. Radio psychic. Uh, how's this show going to do? It's going to be huge. I think America is going to say, you know what? I miss that big chin hanging around yeah, at but night. It's 10 o'clock at night. Are you really ready for the late night stuff at 10 o'clock? Let's suppose the guy had a variety show. Uh huh. And Saturday Night Live is basically a variety show. Uh, and they get a big star every week, they have eight to 10 players. And then they get a big band. Normally, it's whoever has, you know, the number one hit of the, the fucking week, or a giant album. And the, at least half of it stinks, and that's only an hour and a half a week. Mm -hmm. Leno now has to bring out five fucking hours a week. It's not going to be him sitting there with a desk, asking people questions. It just seems like it's too tough to pull off. What do you think, Dave? I think it's not going to be so good because I saw some of the stuff he's preparing, and he prepared, he's, he's doing the headlines again and some of these other segments. I mean, I know he was very accomplished, but to be every single night now, you're going against the big-time drama right. from the other networks. The CSIs or whatever. And, and I think that, in retrospect, it was a very smart idea by NBC, but they should have made him Thursday nights or Wednesday nights. And then, and then moved it back, you know, yeah. let him try it. Let yeah, I agree like with that. that. That's actually would have been so much easier. Like, I, it's not so much that Leno can't do it. I don't think that anyone no. can pull that. It's just asking too much at 10 o'clock at night. Well, we don't want to watch. We're still into watching TV. Right. So we're into watching, you know, conflict and character arc and all that shit. And it's not, it, you're when you're lazy at 1130 is when you flip on the talk shows. Yeah, and then you're laying down. Right. Most of the time you, uh... Uh, fall asleep. They're like basically warm milk, so people aren't going to be into it. Here's See? Ray. Ray, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ray. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh, I was going to say with DVR these days, people don't watch any time that it comes on live anyway, so I don't think it would change with late night. Uh, it would well, take... yes, yes, it, 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 it is different because that doesn't help your ratings. It's not going to get you the money. But my point is this. Uh, you have to fill five hours of primetime network. I don't know whether anybody remembers the old variety shows, like Sonny and Cher and all that, and they would run one hour a week, and they would suck dick. They would just be fucking awful. 
Plus, it seems like those old old school variety shows on primetime didn't have a long shelf life. It seemed like they were out for like two, after two or three years at the most. Yeah, and even when you're watching the Tonight Show, you're only kind of barely uh, paying attention to it. See, I think people are going to appreciate getting Jay Leno earlier before they are too tired to stay up for the entire show. I didn't know you were such a huge fan of it. I just think this is a smart idea on NBC's part, and I think it's going to work. I was never a big Leno fan until the disrespect came in from NBC towards Letterman. But you're not making sense. You're not making sense about what we're talking about. You're mad at them for moving Conan into a spot? Right, yeah. What's that got to do whether this show works or not? It's going to be on at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock if you happen to be on in the, in the Midwest, and it's an hour a night. When people are still in their clothes, are people going to sit there and watch an hour of night? And then you don't even get the half hour of, I don't think he's going to be doing interviews, right? Yeah, he is going to do interviews. Well, I thought that would compete with Conan. Um, apparently, he's still going to do it. And I think he's bringing his desk back. To, originally, he didn't want to have his desk, and he's bringing his desk back, too. Mm. I think it's going to be more Tonight Show than we were originally led on to. It's kind of, whether it works or not, it's kind of uh, the death knell from what we used to consider network TV. Because, you know, he got 5 million people or something, 3 to 5 million people when he did The Tonight Show. But if you go back to the old, and I'm not going back that far, 80s, 90s, uh, they would be doing 30 million people. Right. So it's just like the networks have given up. And I kind of feel like the networks are going to start looking like CNBC. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be the same kind of programming. Just people sitting there talking, <laughs> bringing other people out. That's why if you're CBS or ABC or Fox, I would say now's your time to make a great drama and put it against Leno. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddy, good morning. I'm out in South Dakota, and my question is, if it's going to run, normally we used to get Leno at, 10.30, now it's going to be at 9. Is it going to be any less edgy and racy since it's that much earlier? I don't know if he was, he's been edgy or racy since he's, he was a stand-up. Because when people try to put Leno down, if you look at his pre-Tonight Show stuff, the guy was a fucking really strong stand-up. Really, really strong. And then he had to put that all behind him and just kind of become that guy who, you know, was safe in your bedroom when you're laying there with your wife and <laughs> There's our good old Uncle Jay. Wasn't that the Helen Kushnick influence? No, that was... He wanted to do had. that? Yeah, he huh. wanted to be successful. He wanted to be successful uh, in his job. All right, uh, coming up a little later on in our uh, show, we're going to play uh, America's uh, new favorite game show. And uh, we played it quite a few times. And Dave, you've been the champion of this. Oh, and I'm yeah. talking about, uh, well, you're the men's champion. I'm the men's champ. I'm talking about. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, search, hurry up and search. How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search. What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search. It's everyone's favorite game show. The way we're going to play it this time, though, because Dave fell apart, 
Right. And really, you could honestly say the Pepper, uh, since Dave lost to the listeners, the Pepper beat the listeners. This time, we let the listeners play all by themselves. Uh, what we could do is have all the guys from the show sign one of those brand new Ron and Fez t-shirts that Sirius XM has given us. Uh, and the way we'll do it is you do the search, search, hurry up and search. And then uh, post it. I was going to say at ronfez.net, but we don't even have a hookup there anymore, right? No, no, no connection there. All right, so we will do the posting at 202 Friends on Twitter. And we need the entire, uh, entire title of the way you're supposed to get to that, Dave. Okay, you go to twitter.com slash 202 Friends. Mm. That's Twitter. the numbers. Twitter. And then com. they have to uh, answer at 202 Friends, correct? At 202 Friends. They have to twi tweet it right at us on 202 Friends page. All right, I, I start to sound like Regis or the two guys from Pardon the Interruption when, I, when a Twitter comes up. I don't understand it. It used to be so much easier when, my, when Mikey Boy was literally at beck and call. He was in service to us. We were in service to him. Those days have gone away since the big uh, Fez Dave uh, fight. So uh, we will now be Twittering it. That's coming up a little later on in today's program. You got an update for me, Dave? Um, we're, no, I think we're good to go. Uh, also, before we even get to that game show, we will have Fez Watley and his Hitler mustache um, on board and ready to go. You excited about this one, Fez? Not so excited about spending two weeks with a Hitler mustache. Mm. Go up on the 202 Friends uh, right now and let me watch... Um, uh, let me watch Fez dancing. All right. Me doing the Silence of the Lambs dance? Well, you call it that. The listeners have been calling it the Dickless dance. <laughs> See, that's another reason why it should have been down in the first 24 hours. So names like Dickless dance don't have a chance to catch on. Well, tough guy, we don't have Mikey Boy. How come I can't hear it? I have never seen anyone hide their dick with less than what you're doing right there. There's some shyness involved. By the way, you never should have ran that black shit through your beard. You look better with the gray beard. You look like Brett Favre if he was had no dick. We don't know about Brett Favre for sure. So this has really been up well beyond the call of duty here. I know you keep bringing up as I've told you a hundred times. We don't know how to. If you want to go to Twitter school and learn how to delete things, that's up to you. We don't know how to do it. All right, just stop it. It's grossing me out. Uh, today you're going to have a little more respect for yourself and be wearing a Hitler mustache. I don't know which is worse at this point. I want to give this a uh, little shout-out. I was uh, reading... Rolling Stone magazine, uh, and they were giving uh, 50 reasons that you should watch TV. Tell me one of the reasons, Fez. I would say Lost, J.J. Abrams. Wrong! Davey Mack. I'm really excited about Flash Forward. Wrong! Chris Stanley. <laughs> Big Brother. Wrong! 
Okay. <laughs> One of the 50 reasons to watch television is that metal show oh, wow. starring our good friend Eddie Trunk. Nice, Eddie. Holy shit. So Eddie Trunk um, mentioned in the latest uh, Rolling Stone, congratulations to him. Uh, I will say this. No one has done uh, more with less as Eddie Trunk and the light metal music of the 80s. He has taken that small little subdivision, that cul-de-sac of rock and roll, and turned it into an opportunity to clothe, bathe, and feed his children. And I give him all the credit in the world for that. I would, I would have the least now going, I have nothing left to say about 1986, <laughs> 1987, 88, 89. And he's got more to say. What killed him, 91? Yeah, 91 definitely killed him. That was 91 was the end because, of uh, yeah, light metal? Right, and in 90 you still had Poison was still up there, you know, yeah. and other bands like that were still there. Once fucking Nevermind came out, it was well, over. Well, Nevermind. And, and 10, let's, you know, give the Pearl Jam some Well, that was the, the final... Well, I mean, it, it was it was never mind ten and fucking Alice in Chains, Soundgarden blew up. If you ask me, it was the Sleazebees. I think the <laughs> Sleazebees is what finally laid metal to rest. And, but I think even more than the music, it was Kurt Cobain's anti, you know, that kind of hair metal uh, attitude type thing that made people be like, well, Nirvana's so cool and he hates hair metal, so I'm going to throw away all my hair metal albums. I'm looking over the Twitters. Mafia Life, Chris says... Uh, let's go. I'm ready to search, search, hurry up and search. Um, you are impatient and you have been dropped back three spaces now. Three spaces. Uh, by the way, I want to bring up something about our good friends at Whackbag. They now have a radio insider. Go over to uh, Whackbag okay. and Tommy Z is now uh, on Whackbag and has been telling people uh, about works and shoots and what to believe and what not to believe on the Ron Fez show. So um, my question to you guys is this. Can you be invited to be behind the curtain but then um, pull the curtain back for everyone to, to see? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, I no, mean, yeah. get, if you're going to be an inside, at least go over a fucking uh, fake name on Whackbag. Why would you just use your regular name and be like, Ron told me everything's at work and just roll with it? You can't do that. That's cause that goes against everything. That's basically being a professional wrestler and saying, uh, hey, uh, The Rock was supposed to body slam me. I, I, I will bring it up, Fizzy. And this uh, conversation came up because a lot of people were very curious when you uh, offered Dave that in, in incredible uh, gift of taking care of his uh, children at, uh, is it called, still called daycare? What's it called? I think it's still called daycare. I'm pretty sure. That sounds kind of welfare. Well, even, I think it's called daycare, whether it's just, you know, a private sitter, you know, you take the kids to their home, or if it's an actual, like, daycare school. I think it's all falls under daycare. Well, there's a lot of people that have been confused of, uh, what, has it been a real fight between you and Dave, and was that off real? And people have the right to do that. But Tommy Z, are you inside or outside? What do you want to be? 
you want to be Mr. Inside, giving me free cigars and enjoying a good life? Or do you want to be Mr. Outside, trying to guess what's going on in the show? You can't do both. No, you obviously can't do both, because I'm going to guess that Tommy Z's going to guess wrong whether he's inside or outside, no now, matter what. But you can't be invited in here. So you offered, which now comes down to thousands of dollars a month, uh, to Dave, who you've been fighting with for some time. You want him to clean his life up, straighten his life up. Yeah, and I want to help do that. And I want to throw out that olive branch there for all the fighting that went on those three months. And for the first time in a long time, I think you've turned the audience around about you. A lot of people were deeply moved by that. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's, I appreciate that. And I appreciate people calling me a nice guy. But, you know, it was, you know, I was, tr I was trying to make a gesture. It was more between me and Dave than anything else. Well, you could say that, but you did it on the air. Oh, yeah. You know, so it wasn't a gesture. It was an on-air thing, whether or not you like it or not. Um, who's PFM? I never can understand that. Oh, Pat from Minaki has posted a beautiful uh, picture of a beef on a whack. Thank you, Pat. I don't know Miss PFM, and congratulations for finishing second place uh, in the cheese steak eating contest. Smart move, taking a giant dump before. Uh, but people were curious about whether, was that a legitimate offer? That was an absolute legitimate offer. And the reason why a lot of people uh, didn't believe that, stunned silence from Dave. Uh, you had no reaction to it. And then eventually you said you would go home and talk to your parents and your wife about it. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like I said, you know, I want to move on and everything like that, but I'm not going to, you know, take money, $2,000 or whatever, from Fez's pocket. It doesn't, you know, seem right. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely want to move on. It just was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life. It's not necessarily the easiest thing for my wife. I don't want to even go into it. She's got some things that she can't necessarily work, you know, and I, I, I don't even think it's necessary to even bring it up. But there's just other issues that, you know, are bigger than just the show. And, you know, send the kids off and then everything will be happy. Yeah, I can't even understand what you're saying. It's because I have a very complicated, you know, there's a lot of things going on in my life that not everyone needs to be privy to. The point is um, sending kids off to daycare um, while my, what, my wife goes off and, and works isn't actually the best scenario for us. Well, at this point. I, I, I think the reason why is that Fez was upset about you guys complaining about money all the time and said here's a chance right i mean obviously you take it as a good thing right that he offered yeah i guess it's a it's a fine thing yeah why do you have to say i guess <laughs> i i you know i i think that it's is it, it uh... i mean i'm not t I, I don't want to start it up again but that seems a little weird that i'm getting a fine you guess um it, yeah, it's a, it's a good gesture. I mean, you know, I guess. I mean, it's... It, what are you guessing for? Why not have some balls? Do you think it's a little condescending to now all of a sudden Fez is running my family telling my wife to get a job? It, that, that was one thing that I thought about over the break and thought, you know, does he have a right to tell my wife to go to work? Uh, no, that's not... No, he doesn't have that right. He doesn't have a right to, say, to lay out the ground rules of how the McDonald's are going to now fucking operate on an economic scale. 
I mean, I, I find that to so be... So you're, you're, you're uh, actually a little I was a, a little, little bit offended. insulted, and I, I wanted well, to move on. Wow. The, the interesting thing is you weren't insulted the other day. I, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I took the... No, I, I did a lot of reflection during the, the vacation. I thought In other words, other people talked to you. No, believe it or not, my parents are in fucking Ireland, and we went out to Lake Winnipesaukee, and I swam by myself and in the deep waters of beautiful Lake Winnipesaukee. So you're, you're, uh, you're not only do you say, no, it's not something we like... we. To do, you're actually a little offended about. It. I I was a little bit, yeah. But like I said, but you know, like you said, you, you know, red and blue states, Fez and Dave, it's time to move on. And yeah. I I don't want no, to do I the same thing. Well, I thought this was, you know, I I said, but we did time, have to find out whether or not you wanted. To. Yeah, I'm not going to be taking any any money. But like I said, if the gesture was to apologize or whatever, then that's cool, and that's where we'll leave it. That's cool. Well, I I you know again. Well, we can leave it, but I, I don't think that Fez thought that he was wrong. Right. I think what he said is he wanted to help you get your life straightened out. Um, are you surprised that he takes that as an insult? Yeah, I'm very surprised. I mean, I mean, like you said, you thought it out, and I trust me, before I came up with the offer, I thought it out, and I thought, you know, it helps more than just throwing money towards your bus ticket every month it just you know I, to me that stuff kind of puts you in the same place where you are it doesn't move you forward any and i thought this was I, why, why are the you, biggest offer i could make to uh, not why are you offended i said that wrong um it was a, all of a sudden now well first of all i feel then definitely beholden to fez on a you know a thing that you know i mean this is he's going to be giving me money every month does feel a little dirty and not that I don't appreciate it, like I said, but also B, then it's, you know, well, to send the kids away so that Casey can get a job when she's just had a kid. The, my, my son is not well enough for, for daycare center. If we're going to fucking go all the whole way. He had surgery a couple weeks ago. He's had relapses where he's cried. I've taken him to the hospital a couple times. He's just, it's not going to work to go to daycare. And I understand it, but she can't be away. She can't, and I don't feel that it's necessary for you to say who should be working or who shouldn't be working in my family. That's all. It's, you know, I Well, first thing. of all, I just, you know, it was an offer. It wasn't a demand. I know. That's why I, I wasn't even bringing it up. I really wasn't. I, I didn't I, say that you had to do it, you know, that you had to accept it. I know that you worried about uh, having to get a second job. Yeah. And that was another thing on, you know, that I thought this took care of. I know, but so, uh, I can't, you know, there's just too and, much. You and know. you had brought up daycare before. It, I mean, on, on the show, you had brought up daycare before and how expensive it was. And if Casey did go to work, that yeah. the entire check would go to daycare. So it's not like I, you know, I didn't, I didn't just pull that out of thin air. Right. It's something you've talked about. Yeah, but I, right, uh, well, I don't remember that. You've but turned it down, I've and you're, uh, and we're moving on. But you're a little offended. I was a little bit offended. Yes, if we're going to be on, as I was doing reflection in the water. See, I've never known anyone who decides later they were offended. They normally get offended. Well, I honestly think about things, and sometimes I think quickly on things, and I react too quickly, and I actually reacted too quickly probably that day because I was so sick of the fighting. I just, I, even that day, though, if you listen, I was saying, look, if it's an apology, then I'll accept it. Mm. But, I mean, the actual, the actual money 
um, I can't accept. All right. Okay. Well, he put it out there. Thank you. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Anthony in New Jersey. Yeah, hey, buddies. Hey, Ron, I I got a couple points to make. Uh, I think what Fez did was a very nice gesture, and I think the timing was just a little off, and there should be no reason why Dave is offended by it. Fez is just trying to help out. What I think offends Dave is, I don't know if he ever got full promotion after Earl left, and he's been taking on the chin, and, and I think that's what a lot of the fighting is from, is that Dave never got promoted. And I don't Well, know you know, uh, top, Fez but... doesn't have any power over that. A lot of this stuff came up because the Dave fans out there acted like uh, Fez owed Dave something for stepping up. I believe in the gesture that was Fez saying, yeah, I can see that I should be helping out. Uh, Dave, when's the last time you went down and asked for a race? Um, when we got here four weeks ago, five weeks ago. Your uh, ability to know fucking time doesn't exist. <laughs> How do you figure we got here four or five weeks ago? <laughs> like it's months ago. Then. It's just insane. <laughs> you know what you ought to do? Take a swim in a lake. Early April. <laughs> All no, right. Not yet. So then that was a few months. That was more than a few months ago. Yeah. Um, so... You understand the economics of this company isn't, yeah. you know, giving people raises right now. I do. Um, Fez feels like he makes a good living. I wanted to share the wealth a little bit. Right. In a... <sighs> Go ahead, say. In a non-direct, you know, now I'm the person who pulls the strings of the McDonald family way. A, I'm beholden to this man who now all of a sudden... You know, it's like uh, he's my sugar daddy, for starters. And B, it's like, hey, you know, I know our son's dealing with pain, but now you have to go out and work because Fez is doing this. It it actually kind of ruffled, uh, or it just it, it set up more craziness than it probably would, would, would help. The craziness in your own head while you were swimming in the lake? <laughs> this is the scenario as I played out. My yeah, head. okay. I mean, like I'm, weeks trying ago. Not, I'm trying I mean, hard weeks... not to get offended, but I, I'm sorry the offer of... Probably $2,000 a month made craziness happen. Here's uh, Pat in Florida. Hey there, Ronnie B. Um, I got to side with Fezzi on this. You know, if I'm not mistaken, you know, when Fezzi was doing this, he, he never was saying that, okay, well, here's the babysitter for your kids in case he has to get a job. It was one of those things, if she wanted to get a job, she could. No, that was what Fez said. He said to make Casey, and now Casey should go out and can go out and work and get another second income. He said that several times, actually. Well, uh, you know, several times. I, I, I don't remember that happening. Yeah, that's, that was stated several times. Now Casey can go out and work, and this is after he had attacked her for three or four weeks. That was kind of, what are you doing here? It's three or four weeks of an attack, and then all of a sudden, Casey, go out and work now. You know, and, and I'm the hero. I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was weird. It was so you weird. didn't hear were, any... were, were, you, were you offended that a lot of people thought that that was generous? Even friends no. of yours thought it was a wonderful thing? People are entitled to think what they want. They yeah, probably all think that I'm fucking nuts. I'm saying from my perspective. Uh, here's uh, Walker in Kentucky. Hey, Ronnie. Um, I think uh, Dave is just being a little insecure because he wants to provide for his family. And it's not the whole of the Fez. Because it's a gift. If Fez was loaning it to him, yeah, he'd be beholden. Yeah, it's not a loan. 
just so everyone's clear on that, I don't, I didn't expect you to, you know, pay me back that money with interest or anything. That was never part of it. Maybe I should have made that clear. All right. Well, uh, I think we're at uh, a point that you know we could sit around and talk about all the details. But you made an offer, mm -hmm. and Dave has denied. Apparently, you guys, and uh, I'm not going to play it out on the air. Right. But apparently, you guys have uh, bigger problems than even Fesnos. Um, because you're angry about this, Dave. You're angry about it. That would be an accurate assessment okay. of my mental state, yeah. And maybe I'm, I've gone totally fucking insane. It's possible. I am not above saying I'm not crazy. I'm just saying that the way I, I was trying to not... Well, apparently you got a better plan. During vacation, I started just go crazy. And I was trying to shut, shut these voices out of my head. Female voices? No, male voices. I'm only kidding you. Please. I'm only kidding you. Male David McDonald voices. I understand. All right, then we're going to move on. And uh, we got a problem, but I told you guys last fucking Friday, just like with the red states and blue states, I'm going to keep it off the air. I can't put up with you still anymore. That's good. Fez came up with a, what he felt was a, a, a branch, an olive branch. He did it on his own uh, without telling me. You took a week to decide your answer. You did it without telling me. So, you know. I have to agree that this is where you guys are. That's right. I wasn't going to bother anybody with the thoughts in my head. Mm. All right. All right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, we got to take a uh, break here. When we come back, it's the first search, search, hurry up and search uh, that we'll be doing on the Internet. And... Um, also, we'll shave Fez's beard into a hit, uh, Hitler mustache uh, from him moves in the bet to Dave. It's all coming up quickly on the Run Fez Show. XM202, Sirius 197. Ron and Fez have their very own doctor. Dr. Steve, Dr. Steve, he's always taking care of the boys. Slash Ron and Fez show. <laughs> I, I 
go to ronfez.net for the message board, audio library, and much, much more. Ron and Fez, XM202, Sirius 197, if you dare. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley. It's the Ron and Fez Show on XM202, Sirius 197. Now there's something deep inside of me that can't get touched by therapy. A secret or dishonesty, that's why I owe my friends. Fez, I thought you told me she was dead. Yeah, not a very cute girl. Things have changed then. And what did he tell you? That he was gay. Let me say this. What? Biggest secret ever. Yeah. Ever! I don't feel good. Here's a ticket and a front row seat to Fezzy's Secret. Fezzy's Secret. Nothing to see here. Move along, please. It's a waffle. It's a doozy. Tweet, 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 tweet. It's 1 a.m. I've had pancakes, I've had my fill But last night on Sugar Hill I laid down upon the table And I cried So that maple syrup flow The butter churn down drift below Oh, Polly's pancakes is where I wanna die Ron and Fez Show on XM202, Sirius 197. It's like when you see someone look at a, a, a little handicapped and go, oh, look at him, he's not able-bodied. I am. I'm prejudiced, yeah? Well, at least the little handicapped fella is able-minded. Unless he's not. It's difficult to tell with the wheelchair ones. Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, a lot of emails coming in that believe that Dave is going to leave the show. Um, no idea whether that's true or not, but they're saying that's why Dave is not taking uh, Fez's uh, somewhat generous deal. Whether you guys wanted to take it or not. You know, that's up to the two of you. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, during our uh, little break there, Fez, uh, I ran down and was staring at NFL and Hollywood legend 
Jim Brown, who is being uh, interviewed. The guy's well into his 60s and looks like he could still run over four or five of us. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. Exactly the same as when he was a big movie star. He's 73. 73 years old. I guarantee you it, it, we could beat him in a fight, but it would take more than one of us. <laughs> we would have to, and also uh, one of you guys is going to have to commit to low. Uh, Fez, I know you uh, you got turned down on your offer. Right. But got an email here from Earl uh, who said times are bad for him. And this is a shoot. Uh-huh. How much money would you be willing to loan him? Oh, I, I would Just have a loan. Yeah, maybe the, the, the 2000 that All I right. offered Dave. Earl, $2,000 loan coming your way. Very classy, Fezzy. Classy guy. Now, do you want uh, him to start dating a sister, or what does he have to do to get this loan from you? No strings attached. His mother doesn't have to, you know, go out and find a job or anything. No strings attached whatsoever, and Earl. You're, you're saying there wasn't any attached with the other? No, I just, I was trying to blaze the best path, of, you know, of what I thought about, what could bring. You know, when you say blaze, it always reminds me of Tommy Blaze. The great comedian, comedian. Tommy Blaze. Do you remember Tommy? Yes, do. I've heard some shit on in in uh, Dillette because you've brought him up. Oh yeah, I brought him up. He was one before. of the disciples of comedy, right? No, no, he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. But he was a guy I knew before that. But I had no idea that. Uh, but that's the only place that you know him from. Yeah. Well, when you mentioned his name, I I kind of did you, some background. You start to research a little bit. Yeah. I, I thought it was funny. Impressive. Impressive. And you like the comedy. I thought he was quite funny. Then you'll like the Jay Leno show uh, <laughs> every night here at ten o'clock. On the East Coast. All right, coming up, um, we will play the Twitter, uh, the new Twitter game show. It feels weird doing stuff that Mikey Boy, doesn't it? It, it does feel odd, not knowing that Mikey Boy's not there. It does feel weird. And we're struggling with your Hitler mustache? Yes, we're struggling. I was given a disposable razor that will not shave. So I tried and tried what to What kind of razor do you use at home? Um, I use, like, a, I think a Mach 3. Disposable. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but aren't the razors themselves almost the same as the disposables? Yeah, I think I like a disposable better. I don't know if I've ever had an electric razor where I said, oh, thank God, finally, something that gives me a clean, close shave. Right. The electric razor always leaves a person in patches. Uh, since you're loaning uh, Earl $2,000, would you like to some threads out there saying Fez is a great guy? He's loaning Earl money. I don't need that. But wouldn't it be great? It would be nice. It would yeah. be nice to be called a great guy for once in a while. Would you want to present Earl with a gigantic check? <laughs> and the good news is... <laughs> you sound to uh, present it. He's good for it. Yeah. Earl's good for yeah. it, and he wants to pay you back. I try not to worry about those things. I try not to think about it too much, or else I'll be asking, How's the book coming? <laughs> <laughs> That book is now turning into two books, my friend. Uh, one is going to be a book of photography, and the other will be a, uh, a written book. Oh, um, you know where I was down? I was down on the High Line uh, the other night. Have you been there yet, Dave? No. You don't come back into the city now that you're doing this, right? It's very weird. People from the suburbs, right. they're in New York less than like if yeah. somebody came here once a year. Oh, yeah, only if I'm doing something after the show. 
but I I don't on the and weekend. And that's drinking. If we're going to be totally honest. Pig and whistle, baby. Um, so you 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 actually run into the city, and then run out of the city as quickly as you can. Well, it's just that it takes forever to get in and out. So yeah, that's one of the shitty shittier sides about living in fucking suburbia. It's just too tough to get in and out of the city. Yeah, I mean, physically, some of the buses sometimes will leave at 9 o'clock, you know, and if you're going to a rock show, you're fucked. Yeah, you just can't really even put up with it, huh? No. Uh, So I'm walking down the the High Line, which is, and I think most cities are going to get these now, and it's the old railroad track that ran above the city. It's now a park. It's got trees. It's got plants. Really beautiful. I'm walking down Fezzi. Who's walking towards me? Lee Donovitz, the great movie producer. Lee Donovitz. You know what he's done, right? Yeah. Body Bags. He produced, uh, was it just called Body Bags? That I, I don't know. Yeah, it was just called Body Bags. Uh, and then this one was called, the next one was called Body Bags 2. <laughs> Believe me. Two more body bags. I got more creativity <laughs> in my dick. Than that. How'd you recognize him? How could you not recognize Lee Donovitz? <laughs> I almost fucking fainted. I was so excited to see him. Well, then he was also, what was the um, Clint Eastwood movie that he did when he was a writer? You mean like letters and such? It was Coming Home in a Body Bag. Coming Home in a Body Bag 2. Someone's stealing from me, Elliot. I fucking swear to God. Um, that is true. I really do have more creativity in my dick. Uh, you know how I like to catch the rock concerts here, Fezzi. Oh, sure. I was uh, talking um, to one of the vice presidents. Actually, I was talking to two of the vice presidents, and I was telling just now as I'm staring at Jim Brown, because both of them came over to me and said, uh, uh, hey, aren't you supposed to be on the air? I go, I like to see when fucking celebrities come in here. I like to see them work. And I go, I also like uh, the little concerts that they do here, which uh, I think they call it Artist Confidential. True. Who did we miss when we were away? None of you fucking guys know? Uh, John Fogarty? John fucking Fogarty comes in here and is playing, and I don't fucking see it. Now, oddly enough, when I was on fucking vacation, we're listening to some Creedence, and I go like this. Creedence is my favorite band I never bring up if someone mentions fucking favorite bands. At the time... I also mentioned Lee Donovitz and saw him a little while later. I'm going fucking nuts. It's like that secret fez. Uh-huh. If I think of something, it happens. Right, that's how... But not as good. <laughs> not as good as what I thought of. <laughs> it's amazing you saw Lee Donovitz. Fuck Lee Donovitz. Fogarty was fucking here. Born on a fucking bio, and I fucking missed it. Am I right about this, though? If you made a list of fucking bands... You would never put down Credence, and then later you went, you know what? Credence should be on this list. Right. Oh, yeah. They're totally unforgotten. They're because fucking believable band, too. They just, it's weird about Credence because you almost can't, they didn't fit into any time. Any time, yeah. Well, you know what? They, I think they could have fit in with the band. They remind me of the band a little bit. But, yeah. What if I, there was a, the band and Credence oh, tour? Would that be fantastic? That would be a great, Bill. That would have been a sensational, Bill. You know, it's the only thing musically uh, Mike Kaka and I agree on. Really? I mean, yeah. you don't like the Van Halen 1984, the Panama? No. Because <laughs> I know he's a big fan of that. What did he do? Do you go and get a more fucking temporary razors? 
These are the ones that don't work on you, Pez? I, I, these are brand new. These are the ones that should work better. But why are we buying... I gave the kid a, a lot of razor money. If it was considered money to razors, it would be a lot. Why are we getting the cheap 10-cent Bix? Mm. Apparently, that was the first thing. He grabbed the first thing he could find to get this back here as fast as possible. Dumplings is going to do stuff like this. Uh, you like Credence at all? Fuck yeah. You knew they were playing? No, I didn't. I, I was in, out of my email over vacation. How, who knew? Uh, and there was a sign today that John Fogarty was... Oh, uh, did you go nuts? He was on the screen, and I thought, holy shit. And then they said, no, we, don't, we just don't change our signs. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, let me go over my man. Hey, Earl. Buddy. What do you say? What's happening, guys? I got some good news for you. I know you're looking to get a loan floated, right? Yeah. Ron and Fez Show is willing to float you $2,010. $2,010. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You are more than welcome, my friend. Can you be here tomorrow? It's when it has to be paid back. <laughs> $2,010. No, when the book comes in. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could definitely be in tomorrow. Uh, sure, for the uh, two Gs. <laughs> now, do you want a giant check, or do you want it in cash with little eyeballs on the top of it? <laughs> Whatever is best. Wait, hold on. Guys. A stack of cash with little eyeballs on top of it. I thought that that would do better as a laugh because, you know, everybody seems like that Geico. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe if Kaka said it. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost took the knee on that one. Now, do you need one of these a month or is it just once? Just once. Okay. Yeah, once you do it. What happened early? I thought you had a gig set up for yourself. Uh, so did I. So it, it just got boggled down in a lot of, of, of people being territorial, a lot of red tape. I, was, I, missed, a, uh, I missed a call because I was actually on the phone with, with the principals involved, so... Now, let, just let me ask you this. Do you have a problem with Nazism? Because it will look tomorrow that Hitler is presenting you with a giant check. Yeah, I, I heard that you, you want to do this, this Hitler must. Is this a good idea, Fez? I thought he was going to do it on his pubes, but he's doing it on his mouth. No, nothing I'm... Fez does is a good idea, including uh, giving you the lion's share of the 2010. Yeah, I don't think that Hitler mustache will fly very well in New York City. By the way, Earl, come dress as a butler, because you're going to be working as Fez's butler for a little while. <laughs> but you really should help him with the unmask. Because I am, what, by Friday pulling you out, Fez? Yeah, I have until Friday, yes. You feel like you can pull it together by then? Um, I am so, I feel like I'm very close right now. I feel like I'm just, I'm staring at the finish line. You're looking for big names. Yeah, um, big names, yeah. Because I saw Jeffrey Ross has a book coming out uh, called, I don't know, something about you saw me on the Rose Show. I thought he'd be good. No, not big enough yeah. for you? You need you need bigger? I'm going as big as I can get. As big, I'm going huge. Bigger than Tom Arnold? Bigger. Because <laughs> I started to run out of things to talk to Tom Arnold about <laughs> once we got past his wife, his ex-wife. <laughs> So, anything else about Rosie you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Earl. Uh, so, I want you to maybe help Fez a little bit for the loan for that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's anything you guys want. Right. <laughs> I'm there for you. Wow. Lies. See you tomorrow. I, I own my own Earl. <laughs> uh, Earl's picking up $2,005 uh, tomorrow. 
I think it's supposed to be 2010. I don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> I had to cut it in half. These are bad fucking times for Ronnie B. We're not moving as many of these Cinnabonies as I thought we would be. Oh, I'm sorry, Earl. And Earl, also uh, make sure you uh, Twitter along because it is time to play America's favorite uh, game show, Fez. And is this game show doing a lot better than we thought would ever do? Oh, it's doing great. Yeah. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, search, hurry up and search! How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search! What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search! It's everyone's favorite game show! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search! I believe this is the way it's done. You got to type at 202 friends and then give your answer. We will take the first uh, answer that comes up on 202 friends at Twitter. Uh, so you go to 202 friends at Twitter, Dave. Twitter.com 202 friends and you type at 202 friends. And boom, you give the answer. Uh, and I'm going to throw the first one out here. And let's go all the way back and try this. Who was the NFL's MVP for 1974? Search, search, hurry up and search, 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 hurry up and search. Now, you know that off the top of your head? Um, You were 30 years old. I was not that old. I have a guess off the top of my head. Write it down for me. Search, search. Hurry up and search, 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 hurry up and search. This is search, who I would guess. Search, hurry up and search, search, search. Matter of fact, I don't think that guy search, ever got an MVP. Search, search, oh, really? Yeah. So I would have to search. Yeah, you would have been better off. You would be much better off with that. No, the guy that you're thinking of has the rings, but I don't know if he ever had any good numbers. People forget what a strong running game. That oh, okay. fucking team had. All right. Uh, a fantastic running game, which takes it away from the QB. Not that they didn't have a good passing game, but I may be wrong. I may be 100% wrong. But I know he was never uh, happy there. But yeah. All right. Uh, we have a first answer for search, search, hurry up and search. Uh, who is the person? It is X Plasma X. X Plasma X. And... Uh, what is the answer? Puddle of AIDS. Puddle of AIDS? Yes. Um, let's check. <laughs> Not a puddle of AIDS. Not a puddle of AIDS at all, my friend. As a matter of fact, some of these people aren't even trying. Who would even say such a thing? Fuck Ron Bennington. You know what? Seriously, I'm trying to play. Search, search, hurry up and search. Uh, and you, of all people, I thought would back me. On the line for this round of Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search, the brand new Ron and Fez t-shirt from Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Now, that's already a collector's item, Fez. But uh, once you uh, add the names of the current version of the Ron and Fez show. And, Dave, it looks like you won't be staying very long on the Ron and Fez show. So this will become a collector's item. Possibly, Ronnie. Really? No, I don't, I don't know. I'm staying very long, the Ron Fez show? Yeah. 
Oh, I, I'd love to give my whole... I, no, I'd love to Would you love here. to give your life? Yes. I'd love to give my life. Would you like to sign up for life? Yeah. Because that would be uh, fantastic. I have another answer here for Search Search? Yeah. It's from X Eddie X Ken Stabler. Let's uh, go over and check whether X Eddie X is correct. You know, I was actually even thinking about this. Do we even need to be on the air to play this game? Could we just go into 202 Friends occasionally, pop it up there, and if you're following 202 Friends, you could win the... Uh, yeah, we, definitely. You would tweet the question, and then people would respond at 202 Friends. All right, so know this. The Ron and Fez game shows <laughs> can now take place 24 hours a day. <laughs> we are, without a doubt... Able to run our game shows 24 hours a day. Uh, we'll get a winner, and then we'll uh, I'll be able to put that out. But who was the first winner on 202 Friends? X Eddie X. X Eddie X. Congratulations, X Eddie. He's no longer Eddie. Oh, he's X Eddie X. You have just scraped it yourself with bad fucking... It, it looks terrible. Yeah, I was trying to get this beard off of me. So we could get the latest humiliation on Twitter.com slash 202friends. Any thread starting out, how great a Fez to lend $2,000 to Earl? Not yet. But and I'm isn't sure it interesting appear. that Earl isn't fucking uh, upset about it? Upset? Is it interesting? No, I guess not. I mean, he, you know, he needs to be helped out, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I guess he didn't take it the wrong way. You want to play another search, search, hurry up and search? Or... Uh... Keep it going. I'll just throw this one. And we don't even have to keep up, but I'll just check back in with you later. I'll keep on doing the show. But uh, go to 202 Friends. And uh, matter of fact, put these on a follow right now if you want to be one of the people that can win yourself the Sign Run of Fez uh, t-shirt. Uh, here we go. The first parking meter was installed in 1935 in what U.S. city? What U.S. city? I think I'd have that answer. I figured it'd be one of the big ones, but I don't know, Fuzzy. I don't search, search. I don't have a computer. I still have a black and white TV and rabbit ears, and it has been working like shit the last couple months. Yeah. Everything went digital, Ronnie. Did it? I don't know what that means. I think it means you have to have a cable instead of rabbit ears. Well, all I do right now is I have a Viewmaster, and I talk to Blowhard on the phone, and he explains to me what the Hawaiian <laughs> traditions are. All right, uh, Fezzi, what's on your mind? What's been bothering Fez Watley? Well, um, the other day I saw, I was in the post office. What day? I think it was Wednesday. Mm, midweek hump day, I like to call it. That's hump tomorrow. Day. Yeah, in the post office. And I see these, you know, commemorative stamps. They have them for Bob Hope, for John Wayne. A postage stamp has to be the worst honor ever. Because most people... You wouldn't like uh, to get a postage stamp? No, no, it's not worth it. Most people aren't really looking at their stamps. It's too small of a memorial. And then, to even get the commemorative <laughs> ones, you have to ask for them. You have to go up to the... If you're just getting stamps, it's yes. not like you're going to run across a John Wayne stamp. No, they are for, for stamp collectors and always have been. Yeah, but you're just so... No, so if someone's going to have to like personally ask to get my memorial... They're not going to do it. No one's going to see this thing. Well, stamp collectors will. 
Yeah, but how many people is that overall? Enough that the uh, the government keeps making these stamps for them. It's just like free money. People buy the stamp and then don't use it. It's almost like, remember when the Pal Talk girls bought you that gift certificate for a steak place for a couple hundred dollars? Right. And then you never used it? Uh-huh. That's like somebody went over and stuck a couple hundred dollars in fucking the guy's pocket. So I just think it's just, if you could have... You know, there's com- you can get your own face on a stamp. There's companies that you can go to and say, I want to buy the Fez uh, Watley stamp. They'll put it on a real U.S. stamp, and you, and you can show up that way. See, this makes the memorial even worse. Anyone can grab this. Anyone. Well, it's not a memorial, is it? Is it a memorial? Well, I think it's an honor. I think That doesn't make it a memorial. You have to be dead to get it? I'm not sure if you have to be dead to get a stamp. Then why I did think you, you use do. the word memorial? I think you do. Well, because I was thinking of John Wayne and Bob Hope when I was thinking about this. Maybe you do have to be dead to get a stamp. But- yeah, I think it's only for stamp collectors, and that's all it's uh, ever been. Yeah, people are doing this for wedding invitations and sweet 16s. You get your face on a stamp. But again, who even needs a fucking stamp nowadays? You are getting, uh, you know, direct deposit, and you're uh, paying your bills that way. Just automatic bills. Well, every now and then I still mail something out, a birthday card. Yeah, but because you're doing that, mm-hmm. that's why you're being robbed left and right. Yeah, I am trying to uh, cut out checks altogether. Uh, Jason in Detroit. Hi. Hey, Seth, I'm surprised you wouldn't want to be on a stamp. I figured you'd love to have somebody lick your backside. This is about honoring people. It's about... Um, you know, it's like no one else is going to go out and buy their own bridge for a wedding. If you could, if you could be, on, if you could have a bridge named after you. Yeah, we got a winner, uh, Hicks. Yes, we have a winner. Uh, who's the person? T. R. Hilge. Mm-hmm. And what With was the answer? Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Let me check. Uh, photostamps.com is where you want to go. By the way, go get on the 202 Twitters, the 202 Friends Twitter page, and uh, you'll be able to play the Ron and Fez game shows 24 hours a day. And do they give you an alert immediately when we put this up? If you've got a BlackBerry, will it let you know we've just posted something? If you're following them? Yeah. You may be able to get an alert if you sign up for that exact app. Yeah. Yeah, we'll sign up for that app. You know, I, I get a Twitter from, sort of like, uh, if some people do a thing, there's Either no that or just watch all the time. Just constantly watch that page. They should be paying attention. Yeah. It's Twitter. You know who people are telling me the best uh, fucking tweeter out there is? Who? Kathleen from the Bronx. Oh. Blowing away Davy Mac. Oh, really? Your, your stuff has been consistently about your Twittios. Yeah. And if I can say anything, Dave? Sure. They're starting to be a little redundant. <laughs> You screaming oh, or no. staring at something or you acting crazy in public, which I used to love them, but now I get it. No, we, 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 we have a long way to go. No, I'm telling you as a guy who follows you, <laughs> even though I don't have a Twitter account myself, yeah, I will always go and check yours, uh-huh. uh, click it on, uh, laugh at something. Uh, and then I'll also go to Opie Radio, too. Because I love sunsets. I get the biggest kick out of them. There's some 
Just beautiful sunsets on there. Beautiful colors. But Kathleen from the Bronx, uh, and also you can check her out on 202 Friends. We put her on the front page there. Click on her little face. Uh, she goes for, um, let's say, her uh, comedy philosophies. Really fun stuff. Anything else on your mind, Fezzi? Um, one thing I was thinking about is that? the century that changed the most from beginning to end. I think it's really got to be 1800 to 1900, where you start with powdered wigs and end in the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, but at the very early stages of the Industrial Revolution. Let's suppose you're one of those 100-year-old people. Uh -huh. You went from 1900 uh, along. You go from the Wright brothers to landing on the moon in like 60 fucking years. You go from only birds can fly to a human being got into a flying spacecraft and got off on the moon. I don't think anything tops that. Let alone the fact you probably went from outhouses <laughs> to, oh, I'll take, I'll flush a toilet in a fucking McDonald's on a road where I just was going fucking 80 miles an hour. <laughs> because that was also the time of roads. Right. So, you know, you didn't even have the cars. You know, you had a couple of cars that came out in like the late 1800s. Uh-huh. By the next century, and this fucking freaks me out, and I try to bring this up to people. Let's suppose you live in Miami, Florida. Your sister lives in Nome, Alaska. Without even thinking about it, you know you can pull out of your driveway and never get off the pavement until you pull into her driveway. It wouldn't even fucking <laughs> dawn on you that that fucking hard pavement doesn't run anywhere that you want to go. If there's a house there, you expect hard pavement. It's fucking crazy <laughs> when you think about it. Like what you're standing on in Miami, you want to go to New York? You'll stay on that pavement. Fuck Dorothy and the yellow brick road. <laughs> Every fucking house is connected by pavement. No, no one, I'm fucking blown away by that. If you ever go like, all right, I've left Oregon, I'm going to North Carolina. Uh-oh, there's no road here. There's fucking road everywhere. Not only is there road everywhere, you expect to be going 65 to 80 the whole fucking time. And if you're not, you start screaming. I can't fucking believe it. This road is slower than a road. A piece of, let's suppose the Indians, if you could tell them, I'm going to take this piece of pavement. And it's going to go 5,000 miles. They go, bullshit. Can't be fucking done. Yet, those pavements are connected so you can go 5,000 miles in another direction. Mm. Ping-ponging back and forth. They would have loved to have had it, too. I'm going to put it this way. I think you could do this. You could take a fucking person, and they could keep driving on new road that they never stopped at before. For the rest of their life. And die in the fucking car before they ran out of road. That's freaky. Because there's nothing but fucking road. Right now, if we wanted to, we'll fucking drive to the very bottom of Chile. And expect a fucking road. All across Canada. Road. Here's what I would like to do. I'd like to get some kind of tires that have a paint track. And as I'm driving back and forth, I'm just leaving paint. I make sure I never cross back over my paint. 
be confusing for other drivers. Fuck them. Oh. I'm doing an experiment right now. Okay. And this is what I like to talk about, you red state and blue state people. You take everything for fucking granted. You take it for granted that you can just fucking drive from uh, Maine to San Diego and stay on the road. It's insane. <laughs> it's fucking crazy when you think about it. Your driveway connects to someone's fucking driveway in Nova Scotia. And then back to another driveway in San Francisco. Back to fucking Brownsville, Texas. Up to Minneapolis. We're never off the fucking road. And it's through mountains and over water. Whatever you want. You drive over rivers, under rivers, through mountains, anything, Fezzi. You got a fucking road. No one ever fucking goes, there's a fucking miracle for you. Because I'll tell you what it is about fucking uh, uh, human beings. They honestly uh, take things for granted. And they go like this. Like if you had, if you were on uh, The Tonight Show, and a guy came out, he took his fucking dick off. He literally pulled his dick off. He plays it like a flute, then throws it in the air, and it explodes. Everybody go, Unbelievable. The next guy, night, they'll go like this. This guy with the fucking flute playing exploding <laughs> dick again. <laughs> this bothers me, though. It bothers me for how fucking people will just act like I've seen it, I've done it, I don't care about it. Because I bring this up. Now, I, I bring up the Miracle of Roads. Have you driven across the country, Fez? I've never driven across the country. Dave, have you? Uh, once. You have these opportunities. To go anywhere you want at any time. Or would you like to fly above the fucking earth like a bird <laughs> faster than any fucking bird? We can do that. Yes. With a road, you can now drive over the Sandusky Bay. You're on 100% true. The beautiful Sandusky Bay. Yeah, you might have to drive back a little bit because, oh, my God, you want to see the Sandusky Bay. I drive underwater every day. It's insane, in, in right? A bus goes it's underwater, yeah. A bus goes underwater, <laughs> and yet no one goes, We're under a river! You fucking believe this? No I, one does. I will now. Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I was wondering if you guys are curious which states have the most uh, miles of roadway in them. Uh, Texas would be number one, and uh, that's no surprise. But surprisingly, North Carolina, number two. <laughs> uh, per mile, you mean? Most pavement the most, per square mile? Most miles of road. Yeah. Uh, here is uh, Mike in North Carolina. Hey, Ross. Uh, did you know that before the advent of the automobile, you never went 20 miles past your birthplace on average? Before the automobile. Before the automobile, you, on average, you never went 20 miles past the spot that you were born. So how's that last century for you, Fez? The one that you were born in. Uh -huh. The one that you constantly tell me. There is nothing to do. I am bored. I don't know what to do. That fucking century brought you fucking talking pictures. <laughs> talking fucking pictures. <laughs> Not even a painting. That's pretty awesome. I mean, just think. Most of the people back there wouldn't have seen the, before television, wouldn't have seen or heard the president at all, just in a picture. Now you, you can sit and watch a debate mm -hmm. go back and forth. What are you doing instead? Watching reality programming 
of what fucking idiot is going to go out with a third-string uh, Giants quarterback by getting a rose. You do not fucking care about the miracles that are in front of you, ladies and gentlemen. Derek in Tennessee. Derek. Uh, hey, Ronnie B. How's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, I was in Iraq, and uh, the pavement thing, it's not just, it's not just driving, but it's uh, like just walking around. Like it rains. All that uh, dirt road and everything turns to mud road, and it is the most miserable thing in the world. Like you can't can't keep – it just gets in everything because you're just walking on it. Now, so like is, when you go back into your house, your little hooch, then it's it just covers everything. It, it's a very interesting point that you come up, and, and thanks for your service, Derek. Because not only if we would drive right now down through te Texas, New Mexico, wherever we're driving in the country, not only would we expect there to be roads to get us, even though we don't know the people there locally, we don't, we've never been there, whatever town we go to, we expect those roads to be in perfect shape. We're driving 80 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And you're never nervous going, I hope these people take care of their roads. We're taking it all for fucking granted. Everything we do is just, yes, of course. Not only that, I expect there to be food. I expect there to be gasoline where I'm going. I expect there to be hotel rooms. We literally fucking sit around and just take all these things for granted. Now, when you were bringing up the thing about um, uh, you drive under a river every day, mm -hmm. and Fez, you said it, and like, oh, my God, no. Now I'll start and think about it, right? Uh -huh. You know who, when you would have known that? When you were a kid. When you're a kid, you're like, we're driving underwater. It was fucking exciting to you to be in a tunnel. To be on a fucking bridge was phenomenal to you. I remember when we used to fucking um, head down. We used to call it the big bridge, and we did off the I see the bridge first. All the kids would be looking for the bridge. We're taking our, you know, getting away for the weekend. I'm going to yell out when I see the bridge. Now you go over a bridge, you never even fucking break conversation. <laughs> You're still bitching you're not getting enough whatever radio stations that you like. Some bridge, huh? You take fucking life for granted. Now, I'll get off the road. I go off-road. You know, I'm looking for beef. I'm on a whack. Whatever. I like to find local people. I don't really like the highway as much, only because it looks the same wherever you go. That's how good we've got at this. Everything looks the same. I've missed roadside attractions. They've, you know, now we have stores rather than a nice roadside attraction. We have Disney rather than some half a carny who's taken over a thing. That's really my fucking dream to get back into that. I'd like to have a roadside attraction. What kind would it be? If I had to go right now, I'd like to have a drive through zoo. 400 animals, most of them rabbits. Just tell the people we have a, yeah. over 400 different animals. And in small letters, most of them rabbits. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, bring the kids. A... Bring the kids. You're going to it's a drive through zoo with a variety of animals. 400 animals. Most of them rabbits. Disappointing, though. Matter of fact, I might even open up a little restaurant there. 400 stews. Most of them rabbit oh, as well.
Ron Bennington's Roadside yeah. Zoo. You say you want to get away from the city and enjoy yourself? How about taking the kids to Ron Bennington's Roadside Zoo with over a variety of 400 animals, yeah. most of them rabbits. That's right, Ron Bennington's, you heard me, the Ron Bennington, Roadside Zoo. See, I think even if there was like a little tunnel area where they drove. Channel. All right, a channel area where they r- drove through and it was dark, but then once the car was inside, the lights came on, and there was like, let's say, what about 100 this? rabbits. I think I would still be freaked. Well, what about this? I'll pay kids as you're dr- driving by. The kids will be chucking rabbits at you. <laughs> you tell me your kids won't be screaming? Here comes another rabbit? Wait a minute. I don't even think that last one was a rabbit. Maybe catch one in the windshield wipers. You get to keep it. I mean, it's not as much as of a zoo, really, as it's more like a rabbit concentration camp, the way you're describing it. Why do you got to run everything down? What, it's a zoo? It's not really a zoo. Well, you're seeing them in their natural habitat. In cages. Well, like some cages. Some would probably be just hopping around an open field. You're, you're, why, you got how many kids? Two. How many animals do you think either one of those kids have seen? I'm offering a variety of animals. 400 animals, most of them rabbits. Yeah, that's the point, though. Would most you like to them. get out of the car? That's at your own risk. No, I'm not getting out of the car. Not if people are going to How old are the kids? Them. 15 months and three months. I'll take the little one, tie him to the back of a rabbit, and let him run around. <laughs> rabbit rodeo. Break Aww. his leg. I mean, sending the wabbit, sending the wabbit. What's wrong with that? It's a lot of rabbits. Uh, here's our good friend, intern Darren. Darren, you're around the fence. Hey, buddies. Um, just the only way we're hearing you is because there's a spaceship, like a satellite floating around in space, shooting beams down to our radio receivers, and then another one to use my cell phone. And, like, if I drop a call, I'm fucking pissed that the satellite let me down. Well, you know, uh, oddly enough, uh, if you went to the early 1960s, all right, when the Beatles were around, they didn't think we could get anything into space. That was the big deal of, let's try to get just something up there. And that was considered a miracle. Now private companies have fucking satellites. Um, people are uh, furious if they're on Pal Talk and it goes down for a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah it's like you got your own TV production house <laughs> in your fucking, at your desk... Where basically you have the same exact thing as they did when they started the Tonight Show, but you're like, oh fuck, it went out for a second, and plus they spent eight dollars a month. Um, here is uh, Andy in Cleveland. Hey guys, welcome back. Totally missed you. Didn't realize what I had till it was gone. Um, anyway, uh, I got the name for your place, Ron. Yeah. Uh, Ron Bennington Stew and Zoo. Stew and Zoo. I might even throw a brew in there for the dads. You have brew, you have stew, let the kids enjoy the zoo. There's a variety, over 400 different animals, most of them rabbits. And, of course, the baby rodeo for children. Uh, Here's uh, Ron in Oregon. Ron. Ron, let's do it again. For your zoo. What's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I said I got the theme song for your zoo. I got 400 animals, but a lion ain't one. See ya. It's actually not bad. We got time to work on it. 
Here's the other thing, too. I'm thinking about uh, spray painting a bunch of rabbits. That's what color? Cool. Psychedelic. Oh, my God. I'm psychedelic that fucking shit up. That way, if any of the kids like the trip. I know some of the older kids love doing that. Uh, uh, you like acid, right, Dave? Yeah, I do. Hicks, acid. Love it. What if you're tripping balls? Here comes a fucking rabbit by, and it looks like one of the Pink Floyd fucking album covers. <laughs> you're not going to fucking enjoy that, Zoo? I, uh, I mean, I, mean I, I might jump out the window Try if fucking I tripping at the Bronx Zoo. You're lucky you don't get stabbed in the fucking kidney. I wonder if the different colors would make it look like there's more than 400 animals. Uh, here is uh, Ray. Ray, you're in the fence. Ray. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, it's, uh, I live in Virginia Beach, and there's a road that comes from the eastern shore of Virginia to Norfolk, and it's 22 miles long, a bridge and two tunnels. And not only that, there's nuclear-powered ships, aircraft carriers, that go over the top of you with supersonic jet aircraft that land on them. It's crazy. Uh, here's uh, Sergio in Manhattan. What's up, fellas? Uh, Louis C. Clay has a bit. I don't know if you guys can find it. He talks about that, how people get bothered when their phones fall drop. And, Ronnie, you can put, like, little antlers on the bunnies as well. Freak people out. I you know what? I, I was just sitting here thinking about a unicorn rabbit. If we fucking drill a hole into the front of the rabbit, fucking screw in a, a very sharp thing, and make that, you know, at the end. You want to give an extra couple bucks? See a unicorn. See 400 different unicorns. Most of them rabbits. It would be dead, though. No, not if you fucking just did it. It'd be like an implant, like they do with the kids. I don't like the kids. Like the, you know, fucking tattoos are pussy now. Right. They like to put horns in. Okay, I see. Not sure a rabbit could survive that, though. Uh, Dano. Dano in, uh, in Kentucky. Hey, Ronnie, so you got a question, man. Can I cop there? Do I have to bring my own? Because if I can cop there, I'm coming every fucking week. Well, first of all, I'm not opening up the zoo in fucking Amsterdam, all right? You bring your own product that's your fucking business. I'm running a legitimate business here with psychedelic rabbits. Not even in the back? Well, in the back, you're obviously going to be. But you're not going to be just fucking told that over the radio. <laughs> Ask around a little bit. You don't think one of the fucking people are going to be holding <laughs> But anyway, to get back to your certain point, Fuzzy, mm -hmm. I don't know where you're so fucking uh, crazy about the 1800s. I say biggest change. You, you, you're not even close. First of all, I see you don't read any scientific manuals. The world would uh, go through a new age. Now it's every fucking four years. We went, we went in like the Stone Age, right, where people could just learn the same fucking tools than the Iron Age. Same exact thing. You would have been able to make it for like a thousand years. Now, every fucking four years, you have to have new uh, ways of dealing with the world. That's how fast the changes are taken. They're like this. See, it seems like 2000 to 2100 won't be that big of a change. What are you basing that on? It's just the fact that we have so many problems that we didn't have in other centuries. Well, that's Where, change. With global warming, running out of oil, it seems like that's going to hinder us. Those kind of things are going to hinder us from having the big changes. This is why um, you're probably the stupidest man I ever met. Do you know the, the fucking the best possible thing we have 
to jump into change is problems. No one ever said everything is great, so I'll invent something. Never fucking happened. You need challenges all the time. And for some reason, we stop believing in human beings to be able to come up with fucking, ch- to, to be able to compete against challenges. You're ready to roll down everything. I, I've never heard you bring up anything as much as you do global warming. And you think it, it's a done deal. Well, I mean, it's something that, you know, is supposedly next 50 to 100 years. Which is what? What do you know about it that you bring it up all the time that we're hopeless? Um, the only thing I really know about is glaciers melting and the ice caps melting, Greenland losing, you know, uh, big pieces of the ice shelf uh, being gone in the north and south poles. But what you don't understand about, uh, you know, scientific stuff is that's the stuff that we go, now what are we going to do? Now to, what are we going to do to make things better? Uh, you brought up the tunnel thing. Did they ever say, wait, we're driving across the uh, country and now there's a river here? We can't get under it? We no. can't go through the mountain? No. Everything that you were bragging about uh-huh. was impossible. Literally impossible at one time. It's challenges that make us do great fucking stuff. Or we can lay down. Uh, Eric, Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Fezzy, necessity is the mother of all invention, buddy. Well, this is the thing about Fez. There are some people, they see the ha- uh, glasses as half full, others half empty. Fez sees it as filled with shit. No matter what's happening, it's always shit to this man. Half I've, full? I've taken 400 animals. Most of them rabbits. Spray painted it. And with hits of acid, you're going into another fucking universe. By the way, I'm also going to have music up everywhere. Well, I like and, that part. Uh, teenage kids throwing rabbits at fucking people. That part I don't like. When, when did you start playing the Fez part of this? Uh, I don't like this animal cruelty But do you idea. remember that, that that used to be Fez's job? I don't remember that. You take the money. You deserve it. Because he's just sitting here watching. And then occasionally going like this. Can't be done. <laughs> Glaciers melt. I used to have a problem with the fact that you would spray paint these rabbits you know rather I than die. I do nothing but fucking back up every shit idea that you have. The Jack and Ride helicopter. I'm trying to help you. Why Nizzers. wouldn't you die these animals the rather than spray The only racist tool in fucking history. Nizzers. Well, and I said... No, come on. And I said, yes. Fez and I will put up $2,005 to back this. Hey, could you do me a favor, Dave? Yeah, sure. Let me five. I don't have it on me, but all right. And that way I'll be clean. Just give it to Fez now. Now, why would that be? <laughs> You're right in front of me. Yeah, I don't like to touch dirty money. <laughs> I don't know if one of your kids this? puked a shed on it. I only got a 20, Ron. Uh, here's um, John the Trucker in Texas. Hey there, Ronnie B. Um, I was in Chicago uh, last week there and stopped at Molly's and had one of your cupcakes, and uh, i got to say it was phenomenal. Uh, John, what day were you there? I want to say Wednesday. I was there at the time. I was in Chicago, sitting with the big shoulders, and I agree with you 100%. I did not alert them. I went in and stood in line like anybody else, and my caca gave me one of these. <laughs> like fucking like saw me and then turned his head a couple times. <laughs> But um, 
Here's the other thing about Mike Kaka that you don't understand, Fezzi. Like myself, he comes out of photography and modeling. He was a world-class photographer at one time. And now he hires these cupcake girls with a photographer's eye, okay? We have bakers that I will put up against, uh, attractive-wise, against anybody else's fucking top goddamn waitresses. Wow. This is in the baking part. Yeah. In the back. He looks for the girl next door that you would love to have sex with. That's <laughs> what Mike looks for. Beautiful staff. Really friendly. So they sound like Jordan from Big Brother. Kind of. Which one's Jordan? The blonde. She's the grown next door. All the weight. But she'd like to... She got a little fat. She was eating slop for fucking two months. What you're you're going to hate me for saying this. I've been cheering for a little uh, mean Mexican. I hate that guy. <laughs> I understand. Does How? everything need to be the stereotypical like one-liner, even when it's not a one-liner? No, I meant the girl, not the gay guy. Oh, Natalie? Because uh, I thought that guy was Mexican, too. They're all Mexican. It's like a fucking Mexican <laughs> radio. Because every have you she's, noticed? She's baby talk, is what yeah, I Yeah, but it's really her. cute. It's really cute. I don't like her. I despise him because he's always like, you know... We had to go outside for another challenge. Who is okay. It? I know. Th that wasn't even a joke. He, here's, you know why people hate uh, gay people? Why? The way they act. Really? It's really obnoxious. And it's almost like when gay people do something, they're making fun of blacks. <laughs> like, let me tell you something, <laughs> sister. It's not, right. it's almost a fucking, I'm yeah. going to mock out black people. Yeah, and he was saying it when there was no punchline. He was yeah. simply saying, like, I want the $500,000. Biatcha. <laughs> You're like, what? what are you, why are you talking like that? Um, Spies him. I've really never hated someone on reality TV as much as I hate Kevin from Big Brother. I was actually on this vacation at an all-gay restaurant in Rochester. I don't want to give away the name. But everybody that came out to me was gay. It was going like this. It's Farm Fresh. I said, say fucking Farm Fresh, you guys. <laughs> You're driving me nuts. So you were in Buffalo, Rochester, Chicago. Pittsburgh. So I'm assuming you stopped by Cleveland or Toledo? I'll never go into Cleveland. <laughs> Why not? No reason? I got my reasons. Okay. I'm afraid to ask, so I'm just going to... I also uh, did a little South Bend. Oh, wow. You didn't get to see the game, did you, where they crushed Nevada? Uh, I did a thing there with Lou Holtz after we interviewed him. He invited me in. <laughs> nice. What the fuck? Really? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you'd be along, too, if you would have done the right thing and taken Fez's money. <laughs> I don't see how the two are linked. You're going to give uh, Earl his money tomorrow on ones? Oh, that's a good idea. I was I, I, in the back of my mind. I was trying to think. There's a printing place downstairs in Rockefeller Center. Or could they get a big check done in time? Um, I I like ones, and we get those googly eyes like the Geico commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I went some places. So what, Dave? Where else? If you I went, went everywhere Frank Lloyd Wright had fucking homes. Is that a, a problem for you? No, I'm just trying to pattern your trip. Why? Buffalo. I tried to get to New Hampshire, but I didn't hear back from you. Over to Pittsburgh. Can I tell you one of the things that I did, too? Milwaukee. I'm out one night, uh, Saturday night, and tuned in a special delivery. And what I ought to do is play the whole hour for the listeners and let them riot. 
Well, it, what does that mean? With you the had riot? no preparation. No, we didn't. I and mean, we're pulling people I, in off the fu- out of the halls. Well, we've never had. We don't have a lot screaming. of screaming. Yeah, well, I know. We were screaming. Well, Liam screamed at Liam. Well, he's, and then some why? woman that you Ridiculous. didn't even introduce, and then she had to eventually tell everybody who she was. Oh, really? Good yeah. point. We messed up on that one, I guess. Overall, I thought there was lots of energy. Energy isn't what you're looking for. You're looking for something new, fresh, and different that you could sell to a program director. It was a clusterfuck. Every hour you're on there, you should say, is this the hour that's going to get me hired? Or else you shouldn't be doing it. Seriously. No, I agree. I agree with you. Don't do it unless you're going to start trying. And I, I looked around, and I said to the chicks, I go, he doesn't care. He doesn't fucking care. He cares. He cares. And then I said, and he's not going to take the money from Fez. And everybody thought I was crazy. And guess what my reason was? Why? Dave doesn't want things to get better. That's why he doesn't work on the Sam and Dave show. He doesn't look for a hook or something that he could do different. And why he doesn't want to... Loves where he is in life. No, that's not true. Special Delivery, I think, is a good show. Maybe that, listen, every show is not going to be perfect. You're going to get, no. Fuck that fucking attitude. It's not going to get you paid. I agree with you. That thing has to be about getting paid for you or nothing else. You're right. And that was And you know what you you looked like to me? What? You look like a guy that fucking got into the fucking game to mop up and didn't use the opportunity. You know what I mean? You look like a guy to me, like, you ever see those guys that get called up from the minors mm-hmm. and, you know, fucking the Pirates are 20 games out? Right. Some guys act September. like it's the World Series. Some guys act like they don't give a fuck. You look like a guy who didn't give a fuck. You're going to mm-hmm. get two minutes from a fucking PD. Right. No, you know what? That's before they stop caring about radio. Yeah. You're going to get 30 seconds. You can fucking have 30 seconds in there at use. Calling people in... To, don't even belong on the radio with you. Why? Right. Uh, we thought it would be a fun idea. Maybe in retrospect it wasn't. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. And this is a fucking promise. All right. If I don't hear you trying for that, I'm going to go down to the boss and I'm going to say, he's fucking putting too much time into a side project. Uh, I want him out of there. Okay. Well, That's I mean, what I'm going to do. So now, you know why I'm going to do that for you? Why? Because I guess you need a gun to your head. No, I, I hear what you're saying, honestly. But you, we probably, probably, we probably, you know, don't spend enough time on well, it. If you were just walking in there improving, it was an embarrassment. You're better than that. That's what we were doing. You are so you're fucking better than that. Bothering Liam for a fucking hour, screaming, screaming. You scream from the time you walked in there to the time you got out. What is that? I should listen back to it. By the way, I was at the Falls too. You want to put that in? I do all the time at Niagara Falls. Yeah. Niagara Falls. Falling water. Niagara okay. Falls. Don't worry. I'll fucking went some places. Rochester. Then Niagara Falls. Then Buffalo. Over. I stayed with Lily in Rochester. Her apartment's big enough? Why you got to ask a lot of questions? <laughs> Chicago. Down to Erie. Probably swung by Cincinnati, came around Lexington Fayette. You know what? I got a big problem with this fucking state of Ohio anyway. Number one, they're the only state that doesn't accept Easy Pass. Oh, really? Drunk, yeah. On either side of it. Thank you for telling me because I have the Easy Pass. I live and swear by it. How can you not? It's like you don't want people to visit your sites. 
what sites they have? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nick Lachey's there. Thank you. Turn by, go stop by his house. Nick Lachey got out as soon as the get was good. <laughs> like everybody oh, else. His brother's still there, though. The other Lachey. What's his name? I don't fucking I'm going to guess Danny. <laughs> poor man's Nick. <laughs> it's a happy anniversary. 250th anniversary of Guinness Beer. So in honor of this historic event, the Brewers of Guinness Stout, they're going to invite everyone to a worldwide celebration with an ice-cold Guinness Stout. What you want to do is go to your local bar, your local store, and look for this anniversary stout from Guinness. I'm going to tell you something right now. This is, Guinness is what Dave comes. It literally has come, looks, smells, and I believe tastes exactly like Guinness. That's how much he's drank over the years. You love it, huh, Dave? I, I, I need it to live. It's the best ever. So it was in 1759 that Sir Arthur Guinness signed a 9,000-year lease to brew Guinness at the St. James Gate Brewery. I'm sorry, am I on a, a tour? Why would you tell me something <laughs> like this? Why not talk about the, uh, the alcohol itself and how enjoyable it is? Oh, it's great stuff. It's great tasting. This is a stout. That's uh, it's the 250th anniversary. You can enjoy pints of it at, on draft or oh. in the bottle. You hear that news, uh, Dave? <laughs> yeah, it's coming in pints now. Guinness? Yeah. In pints. Guinness is going to be in pints. In pints, you say? Guinness, that's a trademark. Uh, what, Fez, why don't I get you a big button that just said I stopped caring? Because I haven't. Um, Guinness, it's a trademark of Diageo Liquors, and that's Guinness USA, Norwalk, and Connecticut. Please drink responsibly with this 250th anniversary Guinness Stout. Is this the first time you've seen that, Reed? No. Uh, here is uh, Pat in Florida. Pat. Hey, Ryan. Hey, uh, I'm a truck driver, and I thought I'd let you know that in October, the state of Ohio will start accepting the Easy Pass. I shan't be going back to that state. <laughs> they annoyed me too much. I can't st sit in line like a fucking ham and egger. Can't do it. Well, I mean, what does Toledo even have, like, besides the Jamie Farr classic? Not a lot. We had the Mud Hens. That's yeah, not a lot still. Toledo got a little confusing for me. I bumped up into Michigan by mistake. <laughs> so, and then you went past, you went back through Pennsylvania to get to, uh, back into the city. You're... Uh, you planned it all out. No, my friend. You're acting like all I did was drive the whole time. Not so take planes. you took a plane? You took a flight somewhere? I what I like to do is take planes, jump in cars, go places, jump back, drop that off, jump back in planes. So was, was they rental cars? No, I buy a car in every fucking town I'm in, <laughs> and then no. I leave it behind. What are you, the stupidest person? I also did a boat thing and a train. Okay, easy. You went over. You went from Milwaukee to uh, Grand Rapids, and that would have gotten you over that one big lake there. How did I do that? Plane or boat? By boat. By the way, that big lake is what you're saying. Like, it's the first time you saw it. They don't have it written down. Does that get you, Goomy? What are you, an early fucking pioneer? <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't label the Great Lakes. Ty and Columbus, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ron, it's Tyler. How are you? Oh, Tyler, you're the guy I met at Molly's. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, I meant to tell you this. You have an unbelievably beautiful girlfriend. I'm saying, right? Yeah. Insane. She's a nurse. 
she's awesome. Yeah. This guy yeah. was eating around Bennington when I worked, walked into Molly's. Wow. It was seriously the best cupcake I've ever had. Thank you very much, my friend. And seriously, your girlfriend is unbelievably stunning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, was that so, your first time at Molly's? Yeah, it's actually my first time in Chicago. How did you like the city? I can't say enough about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just perfect as far as the city goes. It's, it's very odd because I am finally now, I've lost a lot of my Chicago prejudice because I, I, it, it's taken me like five trips to the city to stop going. It's not New York. And just try to get it for what it is. It, uh, I've been to New York a lot, and Chicago just has a different feel to it. Well, I, I noticed really this. Like it. Yeah, I noticed this when I w woke up, and and it doesn't have the hum of New York. When you wake up, you know how when you wake mm -hmm. up in New York, oh, you, yeah. you hear and feel the hum of the big city. It um, it doesn't fucking have that. So I used to like put it down for that, but now I'm slowly getting. And being in that neighborhood uh, that Molly's is in was very cool for me, too. I got a different feel for it. But what about the cloud banks? You and I were talking about that, Ty. When I pulled out of Chicago, the clouds had cut the city in half. The top of it looked like castles in the sky. And when I was uh, at my thing, when I came out, a cloud hit a building while I was watching it and then shot at the ground. It was, they have insane... Insane clouds there. It, it was crazy how you could only see, like, the first 30 stories of the John Hancock building. Yeah. Like, beyond that, there's another 60 stories you can't even see. Yeah, it's it's nutty. Well, nice talking to you, Ty, and thanks for coming out to uh, Maui still. Hey, you too, Ron. Have a good day. All right, peace. Yep. Um, Matt, Matt, in Arizona, you're on a fez. Hey, Ryan, I want to say I uh, really appreciate you saying hi to my family uh, when you were in Phoenix uh, last week. Oh, that's the, uh, who I met? Oh, yeah, man. You we guys were, were really, one. really cool. Yeah, we had the jackrabbits you were looking at for the exhibit and uh, sent them up when we needed. So. All right, peace. <laughs> uh, Phoenix is such uh, a, a cool little town, too. I love Phoenix. I, I, we went to Phoenix one time. That's a huge jump out west. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not fucking, I'm not like Joe the Walker. Better than Phoenix, though, Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's a great town. You know, I really want to spend some serious time in New Mexico. Santa Fe is fucking sweet and has the coolest movie theater in America. What makes it so cool? It's inside. Oh, you get milk duds? <laughs> it's, it's got like oh, a... Oh, it's inside. No, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. There's like a Taj Mahal inside that bookmarks the actual screen and there's a purple sky above the Taj Mahal. So it looks like you're watching a movie in the Taj Mahal. Can we, uh, speaking of movies, can we get Franklin on? Yeah, I'll give him a call. Thanks. Uh, we got a break here, but this all started with what fuzzy you hate stamps. Yeah. I don't think it's an, I don't think it's much of an honor. Oh wait, that didn't, isn't where we started, was it? Oh, and then I went into <laughs> nine, um, 1900s. Would you please shave so I can get you up on the Twitter? I'm going to do that right now. All right. Uh, when we get back, I want to have Fez up on 202 Friends uh, on Twitter. Run a Fez show. It's the Ron and Fez show on XM 202 Sirius 197.
Fez has almost like a weird thing about any nicknames for the vagina <laughs> he doesn't like. Yeah. Really? Twat, one of the worst. I don't know. I guess the good just like pussy? No. Just call it a pussy? No, I, I will stick Clam. with vagina. Cunt? No. Clammy? No. Yeah, how about cooter? How about slam box? How about dick mitt? The old tuna cannery. How about toothless green? A meat shine. Blue circle. Hey, how about Ben's repellent? <laughs> how about the nappy slappy dugout? Come dumpster. That's gross, I That's think. That's already the name Fez has for his own asshole. <laughs> horse clamp. Horse clamp. What about horse clamp? Horse clamp. No matter how many times you say it, it's not going to click with me. How about uh, deep curtains? How about the old cockpit, Fez? Hey, boss. Yeah. How about the old Fez Twatley. Fez Twatley. I don't care for my name being dragged into this whole mess. You don't want your dick fucking dragged <laughs> into that mess. The old sweet cherry pie. Ah. Cock holster. Toddler tunnel. Hippie trench. Swollen Ringo. None of those. <laughs> Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. It's the Ron and Fez Show on XM202. Sirius 197. Who are you? The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You tell the angels in heaven you never seen evil so singularly personified as you did in the face of the man who killed you. Back with the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Live on a Tuesday, back from vacation today. Um, what do we got as far as uh, Hitler music or German music goes? Six. Because we're some... cutting a nice uh, twiddle here. By the way, the boss uh, went down. He's got some place for you and him to go after the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who else was going to go? Um, also, uh, A-Rock from Sales was going to go. Okay. So uh, talk to them immediately after the show. Just give me five or ten minutes, will you? All right. Uh, what do we got for uh, Hitler music? We have some Schindler's List music, and we have some Oktoberfest stuff, too. All right, let me hear first uh, the Schindler's List. Don't we have any, like, Hitler speeches or anything? Oh, that's too sad. That's way too sad. Let's hear the Oktoberfest. This is a little... This seems more like Fez. It's the fun side of Hitler you don't realize. What about, uh, do we have springtime for Hitler from, um... Oh, from the producers. Yeah. Yeah, we have it in here. All right, let's take a listen to that. That might be it. Would you like better, this or Oktoberfest? The Oktoberfest, but this is cool, me, too. Let me hear the Oktoberfest again. Hmm. Can't you see I love you? 
All right, so maybe if we start with, like, the back of Fez's head, and then he turns around, and you see the nice Hitler thing. Okay. okay. Boy, you have taken chunks of your face out. Oh, you know, I appreciate the razors they got me. You know what brand name? Rusty's. Uh, here's the only other problem. You got a comb? We got a no, Hitler of the hair. I don't have a comb on me. Anybody got a comb? Mm. We're a bunch of savages. And does this mustache need to be a little bit darker? To well, you show got anything? Um, got a, we should have a Sharpie. All right, come on over here and let's work on the hair first. Let's put you in there. Like, put a face up so we can get a look at it. Okay. <laughs> the pure like the, the pure like a really sharp part. Yeah. Uh, somebody's ha hair's getting a lot thinner. That would be mine. All right, you're licking your tongue and then sticking it in my hair. Dear sweet <laughs> Waldo. Yuck. All right, yeah, darken up the mustache just a little bit. But it is a legitimate mustache. It's not drawn in. And you are going to go to a meeting with the boss after this. I have two meetings today, so this is perfect. Who's the other one with? I got booking and then the one with the boss where we go meet a client. What time is your booking meeting? Um, that's like about 10 after 3, and then 3.30 is the uh, client meeting. He doesn't even know that. Uh, get your uh, stuff in uh, big. I, I guess we even have to... Um, do we have to turn off our mics for the sound to be in the yeah, room? Yeah, very briefly. I'll do that. I keep working on this Hitler mustache. By the way, we're going to get this up very quickly on the Twitter.com 202 Friends. All right, let's have take a look at me, Watley. That's good. Yeah, that looks very good. Better? Yeah, the darkness helped. I really want to get as Hitlerish as I can, I guess. We probably should even dye your hair black. <laughs> if you really want to look like the Fuhrer. Awful. All right, let's get you up against there. I'd say start with your back. Let's see, turn around. Let me just say we'll do a dry run. And now you turn around. Are you going to yell any Hitler stuff? Yeah, I'll go ahead and, yeah. Okay. We do have nice nails. What are you doing over there? What are you touching? Uh, I, saw we were, I thought we were going to... Uh, yeah, we haven't got to that point yet. Okay. We haven't started yet. Okay. There's no rushing the Reich. All right. Um, was that turn okay? Yeah, the turn was fine. Or what about this from the other direction? Oh, that looks really good. And then you're going to go up and go off into a little thing. I wish you weren't wearing such a friendly, because you look like gay Hitler, if I'm being totally honest. Well, it's a little, I can put the t-shirt underneath. Yeah. That's a little more Hitler youth khaki. No, I, I think gay Hitler is funnier. All right. All right, uh, we're only going to take about uh, 20 or 30 seconds off here so we can uh, shoot this twitty -o.
and uh, then we'll let you know when we're posting it. So just enjoy some Oktoberfest <laughs> music. That seemed a lot longer than 20 seconds, Dave. Yeah. Did it all make it? Yeah, 30 seconds. He'll be there right now. Oh, 30? Yeah, I can do 30 seconds. All right, we're sending this immediately to uh, 202 Friends, and then we'll play it for the rest of you guys, what he did. So what we have to do here is turn our, you know, we had to turn our mics off for a second, and Fez kind of improved a little uh, Hitler attitude. 202 Friends, that's the place on uh, Twitter. A uh, nice job, Fuzzy. Thank you. I'm a little amazed at how much I look like Adolf Hitler. Do you really feel that? Yeah, like after the uh, the hair combing mm. and the darkened mustache, mm. I think there's a little too much Hitler lookalike here. Uh, we are basically getting to a point now where the show is just you doing some kind of dumb stump boy thing one after another. You've become Flipper. After all these years. Well, if I could pick it back up and win a competition in the Siren series against Eastside Dave, I wouldn't constantly be Twittered. You had him today. You were pissed about You hate to lose just because you hate to lose. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it has nothing to do with the other person winning. I just don't want to lose. Now, did you just not know the NFL coach's names, or were you... Uh... Did you panic a little bit? There was a little bit of panic because I definitely knew Harbaugh mm -hmm. in Baltimore. I knew that name. Um, I, I got, I, I maybe I got a little bit cocky when I when Chris Stanley gave the cowbell ring to me in a tiebreaker. Yeah. And and, I, but you did know that you he had beat you by like. Fucking eight seconds. Oh, I totally knew that. I, I um, didn't feel I could get away with that we, one. We also need a new system there because he just stinks. Uh, Pepper just stinks at knowing what to do there. Are we already up on two two friends, or does it take a minute? No, it's going to take a couple minutes, just a couple minutes. But it's, it's everything's exciting, good. Though, right? Every, yeah, everything's good to as, go. As you travel back in time, people to the 1940s. I think you guys are going to like this. I mean, you don't get to see Dickless Fez, but you're <laughs> going to be surprised how much like uh, Hitler he looks. I uh, will also have to send this over to uh, Anthony, who uh, will enjoy it more than life itself. <laughs> Um, I wanted to grab Franklin. Hey, Franklin. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Congratulations uh, on your movie the other night. Oh, dude, thank you so much. That was a wild night, huh? Uh, it really was, and I, just technically, I was proud of you for being able to pull it off. Dude, thank you so much, man. I know how, how versed you are in film, and like for you to just notice everything you had said before was just, Really, it meant a lot to me, man. Must be pretty, pretty exciting to have this thing done now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like every, like I, I literally felt like I haven't slept in four years. And like every morning I wake up and like, wow, 
I'm on to another project. This is great. <laughs> it's, it's just the most amazingly, it's like having sunshine in your life after like four years of darkness. Um, uh, also, nothing would have been better for me if Dean would have just been awful. So the <laughs> fact that he pulled it off, it was a little disappointing because I really wanted to be able to do, you know, tease G Dean for a while. Yeah, honestly, uh, I definitely partaked in the teasing Dean before the film was edited. Yeah. And once he realized how good he was, it was hard to tease him anymore because he really did come off really well. Yeah, he did well. a very, very good job. Well, congratulations to you, buddy. Uh, in four years, we want to have do it again, have another premiere. Let's try to make it two years this time. Do you, nice. Did you know that Craze was hitting on a one-hitter during the show? Dude, I didn't know, but I heard the glass break. I and that too. I, I found out what it was later. <laughs> but I didn't know that he was fucking doing it during the show. Never. I had no idea. I didn't even notice. He's actually kind of slick then, huh? Craze is the only one of us that's still on the edge. When he came in with his his giant windbreaker all the way zipped up to the top, mm -hmm. I assumed he was hiding lasagna stains. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, man. He had all. He's taking pictures with all the actresses. I'm, I'm glad. I'm sure they loved that. <laughs> yeah, he also got them all to sign his poster. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> you got a groupie. Um, I know. But you, you made one faux pas, and that's you brought Lily back and then invited new Lily. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was tense, huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I Always. was hoping that, uh, you know, bygones would be bygones. But, uh, you know, sometimes people get under people's skin. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, not much. But uh, I'm going to tell you, I can't thank you guys enough for the experience. And Fez and his tuxedo. Yeah. My God, dude. Yeah, I was dressed to the nines. I was told we should wear tuxedos, and there was going to be a red carpet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't get my tuxedo, but I tried to dress up a little bit. It's just, you know, it was a little hot. <laughs> All right, my friend. Guys, thank you very much, man. I'll keep you posted on the next project. All right, uh, take care of yourself. All right, peace, guys. When I hear stuff like that, I just want to get some of my projects off the ground. You know, the baby snoots, mm -hmm. my comic about the alcoholic uh, toddler. You know, I really wanted that to work. And I've been turned down at a couple places. And I don't see why, Fezzy. Hex, you like baby snoots? I fucking love them. Why just go find another publishing house? There's well, plenty of them out there. It's New York. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. I know some people who write books, and they could help me, but they, uh, they haven't even called me back. Let me go over some of my artwork here. All right. This is one with baby snoots. I mean, obviously, you can see he's wearing, like, a little diaper and all. Right. He's only about one years old. And you just see him. He's got a – it looks like a, a bottle of, of alcohol. With like a little pacifier thing on the top. What would that be called, Dave? The top of a, a baby bottle. The the um the nipple. Yeah. Well, I put the nipple on top of uh, just a thing of Jack, and it just says, "I'm all fucked up." Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, for some reason they're not into that. How's <laughs> this not sell? Yeah. Well. So these are kind of adult language. Comic strips. Not really. No? Not really. But, I mean, the point is, the kid, he drinks a lot. Right. He's baby snoots. 
I, this is one fuzzy, and you just look at the picture, and he's just raging. You see that he's screaming there. Oh, yeah. At, and we don't know who he's screaming at. Right. Which is part of the fun. And underneath of it, I just put, your mother sucks black cock. <laughs> and, um, again, is it too, I don't know whether it's too far. So leave it up to the reader to well, decipher the tantrum. I'm not the one saying it. Uh, Snoots is. Right. I mean, I get that he's wrong. Oh, sure. Right? Oh, those are good well, points. Well, I, you know, oh, he's God. a toddler. Hicks does this better. Uh, I get that he's wrong, Hicks. You sure. know. No, he's not. But the thing is, not everybody's going to get it. But the thing, this is something that you yell when you're drunk. You're not proud of it. And I thought this one maybe, you know, might bridge some things. Um, it did not. Here's just another one. I don't even bother to go. This one just said, is, is that your breath or did I shit myself? <laughs> and it just, you know, baby snoots forever. And I don't know. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants my work. In between that and you fucking guys are shooting down my roadside zoo. It's just like none of my stuff is getting over right now. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is getting everything they want. Franklin's got movies. Uh, Earl has a book deal. Earl could get me a book deal, and he won't fucking even go in and try. I mean, it's a fucking... Who wouldn't want this? Like, it could be like even an ironic t-shirt. I'll rock a t-shirt. Do you go to shirt. book publishers for ironic t-shirts? Well, you, you, I'm saying there's a tie-in. Oh. And the ironic thing is the one black kids could be wearing this, which would be ironic since it comes off. I don't know. I don't... Fuck, I want to do anything anymore. No, come back. No. No, I'm going to get a regular job. I'm going to fucking go uh, work at Starbucks. What do I care? I don't know what I'm going to do next. You really don't think it's funny, Fez? You don't think it's a cute thing? Well, it I, couldn't be like in the su Sunday comics? I, I don't see it in the Sunday paper. Why not? Maybe the language. You know, what, where's the what, language wrong? Um, I'm really fucked up. Um, what if I change it to funked up? I'm maybe. I don't know. Well, then no. Help me. Don't just fucking sit there. You know what? I I feel like Fez. What? I feel like I'm riding down the road on a Harley. I went over the fucking handlebars, and you drove up, drove up next to me and said and yelled, "I don't know what to do." Well, I really wouldn't, other than calling 911. I had another one. That I didn't want to do it. I do it. Well, it's just baby snoots, and you can see he's got, he's got wood. And he says, "I'm so horny, I could fuck my baby sister." Incest? <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's ironic so drunk. incest. First of all, how could he have a baby sister? He's a fucking cartoon. It's not real. I didn't know there was any such thing as ironic incest. Well, it is ironic because he's not real. He's a fucking drawing. Oh. So how's he having a sister? And what's he going to do? Fuck her? That's sick. I don't know what to do with my life anymore. I wanted everything to be great. 
wanted to do just very little but get huge amounts of success for it. Not working. Nothing's working for me. Maybe I need another. When's our next vacation? Is it now? Could be. Can I get back out there on the road? Are we up? It's uh, my phone. It had a green light message to to uh, where I sent it, so we're just checking it out right now. Now it's up to uh, Twitter, and Twitter has not posted it up yet. But hopefully, Twitter will get it up as soon as they can, or as soon as it, it can. I don't know how that works. By the way, I want to point out to people: it is ironic. I would just once like for one of these things to get on by the end of the show, Dave. That's all. It's that's 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 the uh, Twitter. If we've somehow reached our limit, we could take the Silence of the Lamb dance down, finally. We don't know how to. There is no limit. It's the Internet. The that could get bumped. What you ought to do next time, if you're going to get naked like that, show your cock. Instead of looking like a cockless wonder. I was tucked. By the way, there is another baby uh, snoots that just says Fez has no dick. Now, why would Snoots do that? Is it a political statement in your cartoon? Why, are you in politics? No. You look like you look like the fucking Fuhrer. You look like cock-sucking Hitler. Hold on, that's a great fucking idea. A new comic strip I'm working on. Cock-sucker Hitler. All right, here it is. Do I have to model? There's Fez. It just says, uh, I'm just sketching this together. And this is fast. Mm -hmm. But it's going to say, I'm going to get you, Jews, right after I suck this fucking ball bag dry. That's too oh, many fucks. Boy. Yeah. Master race, more like master bait. Cocksucking Hitler. I don't know how fun that's going to be for the kids. You got to take your glasses <laughs> off. Hitler didn't wear gay glasses. I was trying to see your new strip. Did it make Hitler look more intellectual? No, just fatter. I knew it. I knew it when they sold me these glasses. You're actually losing rate at a fucking, what I would call, AIDS bait. <laughs> You're on an AIDS pace of losing weight right now. And when that fucking blind date of yours sees you swinging, swimming and and you're fucking Momo, that person's going to be out of there so quick. I think it's going to be the Hitler mustache that puts him off, not anything I'm it's wearing. Yes, it's constantly your fault, Dave. Rich in Florida, you're on a fez. Hey, what if you uh, mass-produced some of these things that actually personally signed some of them and sold them on a web store somewhere? I'm sure a lot of them are going to buy it. What I don't want to do is tie my own name in with baby snoots because it's... <laughs> um, it's incestuous, it's alcoholic, and borderline racist. <laughs> Which I think sells. I mean, I'm just going by Apatel. But right now, it's fucking not working for me. Not one fucking thing is working out in my life. At least you, Fez. At least you're running the country and you have AIDS. Cocksucking Hitler. Coming soon. <laughs> All right, that is just a caricature of me. I don't have AIDS, and I'm not running a country. I'm not really the Fuhrer. I just happen to look very much like him on Twitter. Well, we don't know.
because they fucking can't get it up. I can get Literally. it up. It's, it's, the thing is sent. Every time you do get it up, you get another mouth to feed. <laughs> like fucking baby goddamn doves over there with their mouths open all day. Bez tried to spit some worms in. You turned them down. A little voice in your head. Uh, here's Jason in Texas. Yeah, it's maybe, uh, this idea is going to be the mascot of the Spring Break 2010. It'll be bigger than that cupcake thing. Nothing can be. That's the only thing in my life I've ever been proud of, Ron Bennington Cupcake. Hopefully one day I'll be proud of cocksucking Hitler and baby snoots. I'm an idea man, but no one cares. Maybe I'm a man out of my time, Fezzy. Maybe I should fucking be, be frozen and come back in the future. Well, if it's Hitler's time, yeah, you're off by about 60 years. What's he talking about, Dave? Um, if it's Hitler's time. He basically compares you to the Fuhrer, apparently. Is that it? No, With you... that was, fucking mustache of yours? You said uh, you were a man out of time. Yeah. So Hitler's time was like 60 years ago. I mean, before my time, not after. You got headphones? Yeah. Put them on. You got another live read to do? Yeah. Is this one going to be awkward? I hope not. What's it for? It's for Guinness Beer. The last one that you did for them, it seriously made me want to go to AA. Well, this is the 250th anniversary of Guinness Beer. So they are celebrating with a brand new Guinness 250th anniversary stout that's brewed in honor of their 250 remarkable years. It's just not happening. What about this? Uh-huh. Stout. Stout. Let it all out. These are the things I can't do without. Come, Come on. on. I don't think they were looking for a theme song. What are they looking for? I think they were just looking to talk about their birthday, their anniversary. Why don't you stumble through it then? You know so much about it. Well, it's gonna. You can be, uh, be sure to ask for this uh, anniversary stout at your local bar or tell store. Me, tell me more, big A. And uh, I'm Fez. Then why are you stuttering? For more details, you can visit Guinness.com. Oh, I can village them. It's visit. For, for more details, I can village somebody. And on September 24th, celebrate Sir Arthur Guinness Day. You do that by grabbing some friends, heading to a bar near you, and celebrate and enjoy the great-tasting Guinness draft. That this is for their anniversary. To Arthur Guinness. So you can look for it on tap at your local pub or pick it up at your local store. This is only for this anniversary year here. September and 2009. Then there'll be no more Guinness? No, there'll be Guinness. It's just at this anniversary stout you have to watch. You know, you, got, you want to watch for in your pubs. What? Pubs? Where do you think I live? Liverpool? Pubs, I live bars. in New York. I got a bar. When you drink a Guinness, it feels like a pub. Now, Guinness is a trademark of Diageo. That's Guinness USA, Norwalk, Connecticut, and please drink responsibly. You have to say that part? That part I have to say. What is that? Um, What's it a product of? It's a product of the <laughs> Diageo. And First then time say this? And then that's Guinness USA, Norwalk, Connecticut. And then please drink responsibly. Dave, I told you to have this thing up by the end of the this show. Will be up, uh, at, it, it's, this will be up in a matter of mo moments. 
the internet. Everyone's probably running to the site. Overwhelming 202 friends. Once, seriously, I'd like to get what I asked for. Once. Promise me. I promise. You know how hard my life's been without Mikey Boy? Very hard. Why did they drive him away? Why did they have to kill everything that's beautiful? All beautiful doves must die. Was that Prince song? I think I kind of butchered it, but yeah. What about this for cocksuck and Hitler? If I don't get some hairy assholes soon, I'm going to invade Poland. Cocksuck and Hitler. That could be like half the Baby Snoots comic book. I guess it could be his little pal. Dave, you got one minute left. Let's go, Twitter. Let's All right, uh, it will be up there tonight, so if you want to go see yeah. it, let them know where, Dave. Go to twitter.com slash 202friends. And your chance tonight, make sure you follow the 202 uh, Twitter, and we're going to do a search, search, hurry up and search question. Be ready for it. Keep watching. And make sure you post at 202friends with the answer. Yeah, of course. What else are they going to fucking post? With the right answer, if you expect to win. You even know anybody left at Rumpfiz.net? Because John Fort isn't King? there, right? No Pantera? Uh, no John? No. I don't think so. No. Weird. Weird days. All right, Dave was wrong. We're at the end of the show and you didn't have it there. By the way, he's destroying you in the board, uh, in the beard contest. <laughs> I just had to shave it off to become Hitler. It's my third start over. And that's the end of our show. Hey! Opie and Anthony are up next on the virus XM202 Sirius 197. Prepare to be amazed.